What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. What's good, everyone? This is your girl, Ashley Mendoza, back for another episode of Simpin' After Dark. Today, I have a very fun one planned, very anticipated. I feel like I've been talking about it, hyping it up, talking about marriage today, finally. And I got a very special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself, please. What's up, y'all? This is Erica here, Erica Moda, some of y'all from Mo Vintage. I'm super hyped to be here today so excited we got a lot of fun stuff planned very exciting song we'll get into that in a second but before everything like always quick update or like all that go follow amigas the series on instagram we just recorded a song i'm singing on it i'm a motherfucking superstar okay if you didn't know um go follow wild seven studios on instagram shout out to wild seven studios um new episode just released featuring alex from um, in the words of alex rogers and Nas is the host of the wall seven podcast i was just on that we talked about some really interesting stuff go check that out and now of course quick update or little run through on the episode we're talking about marriage i've been hyping that up i just did a poll on instagram if you're not following me on instagram please do it something after dark i asked do you guys plan on getting married one day? And I had almost a sample of 100. It was 90. It ended up being 90 after 24 hours. So I feel like that's a pretty good sample size. I know um, my audience is largely women, so it might be a little bit skewed, but it's all good. I feel like the results were pretty much close to what I guessed. We'll get into that. And then I have a bunch of points. Um, I'm on TikTok, so I have a lot of shit that i see that i'm like holy fuck i need to get into this are you on tiktok too erica i am on tiktok i'm fairly new to tiktok like maybe seven months in but okay. i enjoy it okay yeah but, nice. but i love it 
a lot of good shit on there so especially for this episode and um yeah so today the song that we're gonna be getting into i feel like it's pretty obvious we're talking about marriage right so i'll give you guys a second to guess what song is about marriage r&b i feel like if you know r&b at all if you've been to a wedding at all yeah please like uh it's jagged edge let's get married all right so there are two versions of the song right there is the very sleek beautiful r&b version just jagged edge just super late 90s early 2000s vibe and that's like walk down the aisle version. mm, definitely that's like the wedding song like first dance or walk down the aisle or walk back from the aisle whatever version and then there's actually like the more hype version that version is super dope they got run dmc it's way more lit the vibes are completely different um let me go ahead and just like play them because it's uh, pretty funny the difference let's go we've been together a long time you know what i'm saying and i love you and i want you to marry me child i want to marry you but i don't think that you're ready baby listen to me you're friends listen, and i you're- can change all of that once you right yeah so i was like actually listening to like the song on spotify and like it does not have that like beginning intro so i was like going to youtube you know rip the shit and it has like a whole intro we'll talk about the music video in a minute but basically there's an intro like those music videos where it's like a little movie sequence at the beginning and then it's like the song and then it breaks and it's like a little clip where they keep going getting into it and it totally changed the vibe of the song for me but we'll talk about that let me play a little clip of the remix all right Oh my god it's so good shout <laughs> like out the right ambulance <laughs> always a motherfucking ambulance it's not simping after dark if there's no motherfucking ambulance it's like one of your little like sound cues I feel it like. is <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so they're both really good it was really hard to pick which one but obviously i gotta go with the original a lot more simpy r&b vibes marriage vibes but the remix though is so fucking good i fuck with the remix i'm sorry i love the remix it's the most. so good it's love so it. good and like of course i love any song that's like getting you in your feelings while also like being lit all right let's let this fucking shit go by <laughs> I'm like, what is going on in downtown? It's always something. All right. So like I was saying, the music video, which um, I think you said you have not seen it, right? I have so not. I was kind of filling you in on it. 
So basically, it starts at the beginning. It's like a guy telling his girl, like, you know, come on, babe. Like, I just love you. Like, we, we should do it. We should do it. And it's cute. You're like, yeah, you guys should do it. Like, He's, course. like, convincing her to marry him? Kind of. Just, like, telling her. Like, they're in a dark room. It's kind of weird. Like, um, <laughs> I, I can't really tell where they are. It's just a dark room. And, like, they both look good. And he's just like, yeah, babe, I love you. And she, you could kind of hear, like, the beginning of the clip I played where she's like, I don't know. I don't think you're ready. I don't think you're ready. And she knows. Ladies, if you fucking know he ain't ready, he ain't ready. That's one of the points, though. Like, if you know, you know. Yeah, What's like, that? don't ignore your gut, ever. You better listen to your gut. That's the smartest piece of body part you have, <laughs> is your gut. That's your second brain. You know Some people funny? argue it's your first brain. And a lot of people think, like, that's fear, right? Some people will argue, like, oh, that's just, like, fear. Like, like bad feeling or something. Yeah, like, you're getting butterflies, cold feet, whatever. Like, yo, that's your gut telling you something ain't right. Like, yeah. Motherfucking ambulance. Listen bro. to that like we're listening to this. <laughs> No, yeah, I know there's a documentary. If I find it by the time I upload this shit, I'll link it because I haven't seen it myself, but I've had people, like, tell me about it. How literally, like, your gut is, like, a second brain sometimes even, like, like on the level of your brain, on the way it sends, like, signals to the rest of your body and, like, lets you know things that your brain can't really sense. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, a second security system and just, like, neurological center of warning you and telling you things that your brain can't grasp it's pretty fucking amazing but yeah so she gets a feeling she's like oh, no you're not ready for this blah 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 she says something about his homies probably along the lines of like Mm-mm, like i know you guys right you always can tell you are who you hang with right she's like i know your friends exactly so then the song goes on and then It breaks in the middle where he's like, it looks like, first of all, there's a part where she's walking and he like pulls up with all his homies in a car and then he like hops out and she's like kind of like annoyed, like, "Mm." and then it flashes forward to he's at a party and then she's at home and she's calling him and he goes to answer. And as soon as he answers, like this other hoe comes up to him, he's at a party and he kind of puts the phone down and then it's like his girl, like, hello, hello. And he just puts it down but doesn't hang up, of course. And then this girl is just, like, sitting on his lap flirting with him. And he just is kind of going with it, obviously. Like, if he was the man for you, he would push that bitch to the ground. I'm like, why is he just, like, sitting there? That's wild. So you're just going to take it? And you were just trying to convince someone to marry you. Like, what the fuck? I feel like that's typical 90s, 2000s portrayal of the loyal man. Like, that was acceptable back then. Uh, Right? So then they end up getting married. Why was the bar so low? It was. Like, I literally just tweeted the other day. I was like, it blows my mind how, like, back then they used to, like, convince us that these men in, like, movies or, like, music videos, for this example, how, like, they'll be basically on the verge of cheating or, like, basically cheating on a level that's, like, not fucking, you know? It's right before they fuck. They'll, like, be like, you know what? Let me not do this because I love my girl. And then the girl, like, will never find out, but it's, like, kind of framed in a way that's, like... See, he knew where she was the whole time. He loves her, and that's why they're together. And, like, that's how this video is. Is like he was literally just begging this girl to marry him, and then he goes and has this girl sitting on his lap and not pushing her to the ground or slapping her. This is like not, it's like, something enough, to – I'm not saying slap women, but, you know, metaphorically slap that bitch to the ground. Right? Letting another woman, like, on your lap like that is just, like, enough, like – 
if you are like down for someone and you're trying to like fucking marry them and take that next step with them, like why would you even allow someone into your like zone? That's way too close in the bubble. Super close. And like that means you're willing to risk it all because that that means you're willing to do something that you know might possibly at some point get found out and then you'd you'd lose whatever you're building with this other person. Yeah, so if, like, that was you, and then you found out later, like, your girl was at the party, and she's like, yo, I just seen your dude at the party, and, like, there was some girl on his lap, and, like, you in your mind, you're like, oh, yeah, at 7 o'clock, yeah, he, I did call, and he stopped when I said hello, like, he just didn't hang up, but, like, I heard people, so you made it all click, and you realized, would you be, like, willing to talk it out, or would you be, like, we're done? Like, I feel like the the way that you're able to, like, switch so quickly from, like, yo, I'm about you. I want to marry you. I want to do these things. But then so bitch comes and sits on your lap, and that's all it takes for those few seconds for you to just be like, let me put this phone down, forget the conversation we're having, and just, like, be in this moment, and then, like, snap back, like, uh, just kidding. Like, no. Right? Like, the Mm-mm. fact, like, he couldn't even hang up. Like, that's how stupid your brain just turned to mush. You couldn't even hang up. Like, and then you forgot still, you just said hello. Yes. And you're still in that mindset of, like, your brain being in mush with this woman on your lap. Mm. Who knows where that could go, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. I just feel like there's so much involved with, like, marriage. It's, like, the ultimate promise, right? To yeah. To you love. The ultimate promise to, like not be okay with these things to like not get overtaken by these temptations to like set a boundary with yourself and other people of the opposite sex like yeah it's a promise you're making to someone and that shit's not abiding by the promise exactly like i feel like if you're feeling failing and you haven't even got married yet mm-hmm. are you even to be trusted are you even husband material because you sound like a hoe to me that sounds Sir. like, why would I even let you go on a fucking bachelorette party or a bachelor party? Because mm. you're about to be in a strip club. Letting other women who, by the way, I'm not stripper shaming because get your bag. That's not what this is about. This is about men who might not possibly be ready. And I hate the idea of, like, um, your last night of freedom Ooh. or, like, the ball and chain. Like, Ooh. why? Why do we give that title to marriage? Because... This should, marriage should essentially be, like, a promise you're making to the person that you love, that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And it's actually something that's very beautiful. Yeah. But when you attach, like. Like, you're not excited? I'm like, why are you looking at me like a prison sentence? Like, yeah, if you're about to get married and you view it as a prison yes. sentence, you're not marrying the right person. No. And I feel like that's very much what I was talking about on the episode with Black Gilifanakis, which mm-hmm. is two episodes ago. And actually, I just, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, Thank you, but also go follow me on TikTok because once in a while I'll upload extra clips from the episode to TikTok. So I just uploaded a video to TikTok from the episode with Black Galifianakis. It's going a little viral right now. Um, It's me just going off about the whole strippers and bachelor party scenario. I uploaded one to Instagram, but I did another one where it's mostly just me talking, which is why I didn't post it to Instagram because I like to just like put shine on my guests on Instagram. So I uploaded to TikTok one. It was just mainly me talking the whole time. I was wondering, like, which one went viral? Was it where you were saying, like, if you're with me, there shouldn't be no other bitch on your lap? Because like, <laughs> I was like, no, it's a completely separate one. It's, like, exclusive to TikTok. Oh, I yeah. See I'll that. send it I'm to like, you later. Let me see this. I'll, I'll show you after we record. <laughs> um, it's basically me saying, basically along the same lines of what I was saying about, like, 
it's beyond trust to me. Like, because people try to make the whole, like, strippers at bachelor parties thing about, like, well, if you trust your man, blah, blah, blah. And it was just me kind of just going off about, it's not about trust. It's about, like, respect, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think women have been gaslighted to the point that we have to just kind of accept that men going to see naked women for the bachelor party is normal and that if we're not okay with it, that we're insecure. And I don't think that's the case at all. I think a woman not wanting her man to be around naked women, that's not you being insecure. Like, that's normal. I think that's completely reasonable for you to feel a way about it. And not to say that if you're cool with it, that, like, whatever. But if you aren't cool with it, that's fine, too. And those are the boundaries that you have. And that's why it's important to talk about these things. Because if it's like you don't talk about this until it comes time to planning the bachelor and the bachelor party. And now, like, he's like, I have to. And you're like, oh, fuck, no. That's going to be a fucking problem. So you need to talk about these things from jump. I think it falls under that, like, umbrella of, like, boys will be boys. And I hate that term. Because it's just, like, this weak-ass, like, little term to justify men acting like fools. Yeah. Like boys, when if you're a grown-ass man and you're to the point where you're telling a woman you're ready for marriage, you're ready to commit, you're ready to make this ultimate promise to her, but you're still going to have this one night where you can act like an absolute fool and be a little boy. Like, yeah, go out and have fun with your friends and get fucked up and do whatever the fuck. But it does not have to involve another woman. Like that whole thing yeah. of like your last night being single, like – you were fucking dating me for how many years you have? What do been you mean? In so long. Literally. So you're going to take this one chance to just have this night where you feel single again? Like, then you're not ready if you need that, right? Like Exactly. No. Like, if you still feel like you need to go out and do your thing and live your life, do that. But then, I don't, why were you in a relationship from the jump, you know? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. It's it's too much. Like, pretty much men just get too much slack around here. And, um... Yeah, so let's get into some lyrics from this song just because it's it's pretty funny, right? 
So he talks about, I know these so-called players wouldn't tell you this, but I'm going to be real and say what's on my heart. Let's take this chance and make this love feel relevant. Didn't you know I loved you from the start? When you think about all the years we put in this relationship, who knew we'd make it this far? Then I think about where would I be if we were to just fall apart? And I can't stand the thought of losing you. So, of course, this makes a great wedding song. It's like, oh, my God, we found all these years together all this time together. I don't know how you read that, like, regularly without reading it, like, in his, like, voice. When I think about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> As you're reading it, I was like, damn. It's hard. Sounds I feel like I do that more when it's rap. Like, when I did Doja and then, like, I think last week's episode, it was it was rap, too. It was, like, J. Cole and Joyner Lucas. So when I read it, I'm just like, duh, 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 duh. like when it's singing is a little bit easier for me for some reason. With this one, all I think is when I think about. I know. <laughs> it's like all when, I about. Think about. <laughs> when I think about. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Okay. So how do you feel? Do you feel like the longer you spend together, it's like you should get married or do you think like time together matters? So I don't think like you should base who you're going to marry on like the time you spend together because yeah. you could spend x amount of time with someone and like after however many years figure out that maybe you're not meant to be maybe you were just comfortable you yeah. know um to me marriage is like marriage is as important as you make it I think that there's like this idea that like some women don't want to get married and they're like devaluing the idea of marriage but marriage is what you how much importance you set on it so like if your intention and in being in a relationship is to get married then you're in that relationship with the idea that we're building towards marriage. If maybe your long-term isn't that you want to get married, then you're in a relationship with the idea that we're connecting and growing, but that's not really where we want to go. Um, and I don't necessarily think that, like, time equals you should get married. I think that's, like, kind of like a societal standard. Like, yeah. oh, you've been together long enough, now is the time. Because um, yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that you're, like, meant to be together. It might just mean comfort. Yeah. I agree. And I feel like that's important for like, I think mostly younger people to hear. Cause I think especially now there's more of a message being pushed of like, you know, if you're with somebody for so long and like they don't propose to you by this long or ask you to be their girlfriend by this long, like leave them. And I think it's different. I do think that like, if you know you want to be in a relationship with someone that like, yeah, there should be like, if you want someone to be your boyfriend and you've been dating for like months and you're like why isn't he asking me to be his girlfriend then yeah you probably should set a time limit on that because I think when it's like that it gives people kind of leniency but I think when it comes to marriage and it's like you're in a committed relationship already it's a little bit different like if you know you both don't want marriage then it's like you both know what it is already versus if one of you wants marriage and the other one doesn't want marriage that's where it could get a little fucking slippery because you both have different ideas in mind. If you're not on the same page, it's going to be a little bit rocky. But I also think that brings me to the whole thing about, like, guys in the military always trying to get married super fucking fast. Okay, so I've heard this. Um, I'm, like, a, like, super single person, and I have been for a majority of my life. And I've heard, like, people I know say, like, Go to a fucking, like, military base. Like, dudes are down to wife a bitch up. And Ugh. I'm like... <laughs> that's not even a good thing, though. <laughs> that doesn't mean that's what I want. Like, yeah. That means... Okay, so I think it's... But I also feel like there's, like, comfort, right? Like, if they're in the military, they're in this, like, thing where they're, like, around all this, like, masculinity and just, like, they have this, like, intense training and all these things. I mean, at the end of the day, wouldn't you want to come home to, like, 
for lack of better terms, like a warm body for someone who's like taking care of you, who's cooking for you, who's going to be there at night when you fall asleep. Like, and maybe like the, the criteria for what you want in someone long, long term isn't really there because you're just like, oh, this, this person is there and they're down for me for the time being to help me through whatever this is. Yeah. I don't know. That shit's wild. Um, I don't necessarily really think I could ever date anyone who was like ex-military anything. I feel like there's, there's a lot of other yeah. shit attached there that like yeah 100% not really interested in yeah that's so, yeah. definitely like a whole lifestyle that you have to commit to like that's on one mm-hmm. whole lifestyle second i feel like mostly this is mostly for younger guys in the military you hear all the time that they get married so that they can get like you know the tax benefits mm-hmm. and they i don't know like how accurate this is but supposedly why a lot of them get married is because they make pretty much twice as much. Yes, I've heard that. And also, I've heard, so like, in my 20s, at one point, a a close friend of mine, he was, I don't think he was in the Army, I think he was in the Navy or something, but he had mentioned that to me, like, hey, we should just like on paper get married because you get the tax benefit and like... Don't give you your cut. One of the selling points was like, you'll have great medical benefits. But also, like, he wanted to be stationed closer to home. And I think if you're like, you have family closer or something, there's like, there's something within that that, like, you I'll can try be to stationed. get you there. Yeah, you yeah. can be stationed a little bit closer or something. And I was like, no, it's not for me. Um, but yeah, there's all these different benefits from it. But still, like, that just kind of like shits on like what marriage is. Like, it is. And it's just like so crazy because people talk about every other demographic, like cheating the system. And then it's like you have all these like military members. These are your members, heroes. Don't forget. Right there, heroes. cheating the system for a fatter paycheck and then screwing over women because they know they could get paid double. I literally dated a guy, he was in the Navy. And um, we were dating for a while, and then a few months in, I would say we were fucking for a while more than anything. I wouldn't say dating, dating. We are just hooking up, you know. But still, like, it was like I, we both thought we were just single. <laughs> Turns out he's married. What? He ended up telling me. I was like, wait, where'd you meet him? At, like, what? a bar or, like? I was, like, friend of a friend okay. type thing. That's most of the guys in my life that I've hooked up with were friends of friends type of thing, mutuals. Um. But yeah, but I was like so shook. I was like, you're married. And he's like, yeah, but we're not together, blah, blah, blah. How did you find out? He just told me one day. After I don't you guys know were like how. already hooking up? Yes. Like, and it was like one time, I think because we were supposed to hang out because he was like in San Diego stationed. And then he was like, actually, I can't come. And then he like told me, he was like, yeah, because like my wife is coming to visit me just because like she has to. I was like, what, what, what? And he kept trying to like, like, you know, like, dilute it. Like, it wasn't more. Like, yeah. But they were definitely still hooking up. But he kept trying to make it seem like I just have to see her because... I don't remember why, but, like, because I was she's young. Your wife. Yeah, and, like, even one time he was like, oh, yeah, I just... I just, I had to buy her, like, a purse because I felt bad because she her purse, like, was really old and, like, she needed a new purse. And I was like... I was so stupid back then. That's what I'm telling you guys, listeners. I've been through shit. That's why you need to listen to me because I've been through my share of being a fucking dumb ass bitch all right like this man i was hooking up with was like i just had to buy my wife a purse but it's cool anyway when we're hanging because out because it was old yeah like feeling bad for her and i was like oh yeah poor girl like what also that's his wife he doesn't owe you any explanation as to why he has to buy his wife anything yes but wife. like it's like they weren't together but they were like he was like we're not together that's what i mean you were hooking up but then she has to come save the weekend because she has nowhere else to go huh and i was just cool with it 
And then they got divorced. Now he's remarried. Is that military dick? Yo. What the hell? It wasn't even good. I was just fucking young. (laughs) It was actually fucking trash, if we're being real. Do you, like... Do you date with the intention of marrying? Like, when you meet people? Like, is that, like... I don't think I ever have. I never have either. No. I think I've always been very just, like, chill about dating. And, like, I didn't even want to get... I would say for, you know, when I was younger, like, mostly every girl, you are like, I'm going to get married one day until, like, you know, the glass shatters. I was never huge about, like, you know, planning my wedding and knowing what dress I want and what colors, like, that deep into it, like some girls are. Mm-hmm. But I was never super about it. Like, I was always super chill about the idea. Like, even now, I don't, I don't know if I want to get married, you know? Yeah. I definitely... I don't know. It's weird. Like, I've never put pressure on guys, and that's clearly why I was hooking up with this dude that was married. I don't know. Yeah. It's fucking wild. <laughs> um, I think I can definitely agree. Like, I um, I do not date with the idea that I'm going to marry this person. I And I also feel like when you're going on a first date with someone, you're going on a first date with them to get to know them. And, like, to even see if you want to spend time with them beyond just the couple yeah. hours in the first date. So that's so much pressure to go into your first meeting with someone to like, I'm already overanalyzing shit, to be honest. And then going into it with the idea of like, oh, am I going to marry you? Uh, can I marry you? Do I see a future with you? All these like, all yeah. these expectations, so much going on. Like, I don't know. And I just never really thought about the idea of marriage. To me, it's like not a thing that's on my bucket list. Like, I'm open to it. If it happens, yeah. I'm completely open to it. But I also don't feel pressure to do it. Or, like, I don't feel like if it doesn't happen, I'm, like, lacking in my life, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's where more women are kind of leaning mm-hmm. towards now. And, like, honestly, we don't have to get into this song because I feel like we have so many things to get into. <laughs> like, I just wanted to play them because, like, they're a bop. I know I have a lot of younger listeners, so fucking go listen to fucking Jagged Edge. Go on Spotify, Jagged Edge Radio. Like, listen, like, their song with Nelly. What the fuck is it called? I forgot. But they have uh, some fucking bops, some really great songs, some questionable lyrics. I forgot what song. I was, like, listening to, like, some of their old, like, discography, and there was, like, one talking about, how, like, there's always, like, a great woman behind a man. I forgot this song. But he's talking about, like, like, I can Tina, I ain't trying to beat you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was fucking dying. Like, who let them who fucking sing it? And, like, it's not like it's funny. Like, the way they're singing, like, this song, they were no. singing it just like That's that. A ballad. Like, <laughs> it was a ballad. I was fucking dying. So, and it turns out they you? have. Who okayed that? Who I said, don't know. That's it. Put that on the album. Who gave I was crying. I was straightening my hair like earlier, just getting ready to wild. come here. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, it was like 2001 or something like that. Was I it was like, like a love song though? So that's like a yes. love song lyric. Is yes. like, like I can't see that. It was, it was called it. Um, Head of the Household, I think. Or of course, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> it makes n- Yeah, so it's basically sense. about just like. Or maybe it was the one before that, or I don't know. I was listening to a bunch of the music, and we just have a whole episode and digging into like the problematic lyrics of Jacket Edge. Yeah, literally, because <laughs> I feel like a lot of the lyrics are either about like super like marriagey, like you know, die hard, I love you, simp shit. Oh, they're super simps, for or sure. Or like super sexual shit. There were some really good ones. There's some really good ones, or like, like the one with the like Nelly. Nelly. It was really good. It's like one of like their s- most popular songs. I'm still. Shook over this lyric that you just said. <laughs> yeah, it was very surprising. Oh, uh, 
I can't think of the lyrics. It's where the party at. Oh, yeah, where the party at. Who still drinks Bacardi? I Not me. Oof. I was going to say I never have, but no, I did. Oh, That's why I don't drink it. Definitely do. Because I did. Who still does? Yeah. Who's keeping if them If you ain't business? got alcohol poisoning by now, Mm-mm. have you lived? It's really not a nice taste. I need to do a quick sidebar because when I posted that clip on TikTok about how like men should stay sober with their girls during pregnancy, that little clip went a little bit viral too and like... You know, mostly people are just, like, agreeing with me. But there's always, like, those, like, few people that, like, lack comprehension skills and want to go on tangents or be like, what about? And it's like, I didn't say nothing about that. So Was it men who did that? or Mostly. But there was some women, too. What were the tangents? No. I'm curious. Just some girl was like, but can we talk about how normalized alcohol is? And it's like, <laughs> no, this is something after dark. Like... That's not the topic, but We can't talk about that. You're getting off topic right now? And then, like, men... I asked a question. Literally. And then men talking about, like, well, you know, there's women that, like, are, like, hardcore alcoholics that don't stop drinking. And it's like, we're not... Why? It's... Yeah, you know, you know, like, some mom lions eat their cubs, too, right? But I'm not talking about that, because that's not the fucking subject. Okay, so don't hit me with your dumb shit. <sighs> It's a, that's what's so funny about the internet is like you pose a very simple question and then it becomes like this abyss of just people to like dump their shit on. You literally talking about apples and people show up talking about oranges. Like talk about alcohol and people show up talking about lions. Yes, like what? Like please, like no. I just Go add no something with yourself. Like why? Why? Like this isn't this is a one minute clip of a fucking hour long podcast. And also, you want to like, come? If you don't at me? have anything to say about. The topic? This isn't the topic. It's TikTok. All you have to do is go. Swipe. Go to the next fucking video. Like, I don't know why. But basically, I wanted to address it because I feel like for some reason people keep, like, commenting on it and just talking about, like, oh, because this guy was like, oh, if you... He was like, the comments on this video are bonkers. Y'all a bunch of alcoholics. I was like, okay, Mr. Perfect. Because... First of all, you know, addiction looks a lot more than, like, just alcohol or drugs. Like, you could be addicted to the gym. You could be addicted to eating clean. Addiction, you know, they say if you have an addictive personality and you have to kick that addiction, you don't kick addiction. You kick that addiction and you find a healthier addiction. So don't think you're better than someone because you have a healthier addiction. Don't think you're better than someone because you don't have an addiction, period. Stay off my shit. Like, it's a fucking 30 second to a minute fucking video clip. Like, don't come on my shit talking shit. Keep it scrolling. Anyway, that was my rant. Glad you got that out. Because I'm fucking tired. People, like, coming on, like, it's not even the fucking topic, you know? It's just really fucking annoying. But I feel like that's, like, kind of what TikTok is, though. It's, like, this just, like, whole place where people just... People have a lot of opinions, and they will find whatever place they can to, like... Yeah. It's kind of what we're doing here. We're putting our opinions out on the interweb, Perfect. but we are sticking to the topic. Yeah, and that's why, like, we're doing this, talking about our own shit that we want to, but for, like, the people, like, to come on and, like, talk about whatever else, it's like, start your own podcast then, or, like, that's make your say. own fucking TikTok video, or your own Instagram video, or whatever it is. It's just, like, really fucking... I feel like people look for a place too where they can oppose whatever, like yeah, because everybody has opinions, right? So like Mm -hmm. they just like feel like they can't say it unless somebody else starts the conversation, and it's like 
No, get some confidence. Just say what the fuck you got to say with your chest mm -hmm. somewhere else, Dusty. So, I have, um, I was going to do this last, but I think it kind of ties in a little bit into what we were talking about. Okay. And we're talking about marriage, right? Mm -hmm. So, I had an anonymous person say, they hit me up and said, Good morning. I recently found out my husband has been following two strippers on Snapchat and one of them, he has her private number. I saved all the numbers in my contacts and about a week ago I was on TikTok and I noticed this page of a stripper. I guess TikTok is linking my contacts from my phone and that's how I found out he keeps denying and said nothing happened. Please, can you guys talk about this subject? I would like to hear your opinions. Anonymous, please. So, yes, you are anonymous. And mm. I was like, oh, my fucking God, I am so sorry. And then after she had yeah. said that they had been married for, like, 20 years, I think. Ugh. Yeah. I was, like, shaking. I think, so the thing is, like, I think with people in general, not even just strippers, with, like, the opposite sex on TikTok, it's, like, this person who you know is a real person, but also there's, like, this, like, they're just like a social media person, you know? Yeah. So it's almost like you feel like you're not doing something wrong because you're like, oh, they, they're like have this status. And I think a lot of men justify that. I personally know men who, yeah. who have said like, oh, well, well, it's not a big deal because they have like all these followers and I'm just like making casual conversation. I've and dated like, a guy before where he was like, <sighs> it's just an Instagram model. No. And I was like, you mean an Instagram thought? She's not person. a model. She's a in person. her fucking bedroom. It's another woman, like, even at the basic period, thing, like, it's yeah. like another woman. Even before, like, it's just a stripper, I'm like, you mean a woman? No. What do you mean? Like, I hate that excuse, first of all. But, okay, so for her, basically, it was the fact that it was, like, on Snapchat. So, basically, on Snapchat, I feel like when you follow, like, someone like that, it's, like, a private Snapchat mm -hmm. or, like, the Snapchat premiums or something, I'm guessing, right? I've never, ever seen Snapchat premium, but as a bitch who has used Snapchat to be sus... I would definitely see red flags all around if my man was following anybody on Snapchat. I automatically think, like, if you're doing shit on Snapchat, that's fucking a big red flag. Like, you, you're doing some shit that you don't want people to yeah, know Yeah, about. Snapchat is kind of a shady app to me. Definitely. I feel like, especially the older you get, like, why are you on Snapchat and you're 30, you know? Uh, I just reactivated my Snapchat and I felt shady as fuck. <laughs> and I know I was doing it to be shady as fuck. So... <laughs> Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. 
Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. You heard it here. I'm you heard saying. it here. Self-awareness. Yes. So, okay, so... So he's following strippers on Snapchat. Okay, yeah. So I've been saying Snapchat Premium. It's I think it's basically kind of like OnlyFans where you have to pay uh, for like premium content type shit. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a stripper, it's like you know you can follow them and see shit, but then it's like you get horny enough you gonna pay a couple of dollars. And so it deletes like when you watch it. Like so, there's like no trace. I don't know. I'm like, let me pull up my newly yeah. <laughs> my newly downloaded <laughs> Snapchat and look at. I'm not this. sure, but like to me, I think that's probably irrelevant to mm-hmm. the story yeah. whether it deletes or not yeah. you know curious. you're paying for content yeah. regardless right so um yeah so i get the whole thing about how she saved the numbers just to kind of be like what is this number that you have on snapchat and then yeah. on tiktok it's kind of like any app where it like links your contacts to find people that you know and then it so she f- started following the fucking stripper that her husband was following on snapchat on tiktok so she knows like who it is probably sees what kind of content it is Ugh. I don't understand, like, why people in this day and age don't understand that, like, social media is the easiest fucking way to get caught up. Oh, I think older men, I think older men don't realize it, too. I'm like, yeah, no, because I've I've known, like, um, older couples where, like, the wife will, like, see on her husband's phone, like, on the Explore page. It's, like, all these, like, young girls. Yeah. Mm -mm. Like, why? God, I would throw up. I think TikTok would, like, tell a lot, too, because the algorithm's, like, so good on TikTok. Yeah. So oh, no. just, Any like, app basically now caters kind of to you, the content. So, like, if you go through your significant other's social media explore page or, like, for you page on TikTok or Twitter, whatever, it's going to show you what they're looking at because it's based on what they look at, right? So, um, so she said that he's denying it. And said nothing happened. And by nothing happened, I'm like, what do you mean nothing happened? That's what I was wondering. Because if he's already following bitch strippers on Snapchat. And like, oh my God, I don't know how to not sound insensitive. Because like if you're married to this man for 20 years, I know it's not as easy as just leaving. But let me be as objective as I can be. He's fucking shady. But I know it's not just as easy as leaving someone that you've been with for 20 years. And you're married. You know, I don't know. That's rough. What do you think? I feel like if you've been with someone for 20 years, there's a really deeply embedded trust already, right? Like you've obviously, you dated them and you've grown beyond the dating stage into the point where you're like, I'm going to be with someone for this long time, long amount of time. I think when men do shit like that, it's because a part of them is like seeking some other fucking shit and... I think if you've been with someone for that long, have the fucking conversation. You'll be like, you know, I'm feeling away and I, I'm not really that into whatever this is or or I'm I'm my eyes are like string, you know, my thoughts are string. I just feel like something's tw- lacking. Yeah, twenty years is a really long time. You you grow so much with a person and like you establish so much trust. To not be able to just have a straight out conversation and do sneaky shit like that, that's fucked up. Like, and that's why I feel like the divorce rates between people that were married in, like, the 90s and, like, before, they're so much higher than, like, now. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like back then, like, the stress on, like, 
open communication wasn't as high. Definitely. I feel like back then, like women and like men, and this is like very like heteronormative, but like you know, for men and women relationships, like like the communication wasn't normalized. Mm-hmm. Like being able to talk about these things or like connecting with your feelings and all or like that. feelings in men even like men yeah. talking about feelings. Exactly. Like, all that wasn't normalized. So I feel like back then, like, cheating and straying from your relationship and being disloyal was very common. And, I mean, I hope, like, for me, in my little hopeful brain, I'm like, I hope that that brings down the, like, cheating rates and divorce rates now. Because now, like, we're learning more and, like, calling men out more Mm -hmm. for their fuck shit. Which we'll get into a lot of their fuck shit. But I don't know, like, oh, my God, like, advice? My personal advice. Anonymous? My advice for you, Anonymous, would be, again, I keep going back to, like, 20 years together. 20 years together means you guys know each other inside and out. Like, that's a level of trust that a lot of people don't really get to because a lot of people don't hit that 20-year mark. That's a long time. There's something lacking there. And I think you love this person enough to obviously still be with them and be seeking advice from Simpin to like try to figure this shit out. And I think like at the core of it is just like have the conversation in like a non-confrontational way. You keep saying like he's denying it. And I think like it's worth trying to sit down and be like, yo, something is not fucking right here. And if whatever he's denying still, there's like something amiss in the relationship. I've never been with anyone for 20 years, so I don't know what it's like to have a conversation like that. But I do know that there's obviously a lot of love and a lot of trust at at the core of all that. So I think that that's worth tapping into is tap into that shit, like tap into the love and the trust that you built with this person and be like, yo, you hurt me because of this shit. And there's something that's going on with you that you feel the need to seek these other options outside of me. Um, I don't know. I just truly believe like everything can really be figured out through like the hard talk. I'm like a huge conversation. Just like have the talk. Yeah, being open. I love that. Yeah, that's really great advice. And basically, yeah, I agree. And I think especially like the longer that you're married, it becomes harder maybe to like be sexually turned on by each other, even though that's kind of like something hard to admit or like a hard pill to swallow. But that's why you got to like talk about these things because as much as people like, hate the idea of having open marriage or being polyamorous or whatever sometimes it's an option and if it's not then spice up your sex life like do something but it's something that you guys need to do together because even talking about it together will strengthen that bond whatever you decide on but like that needs to be an open conversation together like him just going off and like paying for premium snapchats or even if he's not paying but just like doing all this it's hurtful to the other partner and it's just it's disrespectful and it can feel like disloyalty it is a little bit disloyalty depending on your boundaries whatever but either way it's hurtful so it's something that you need to talk about because you know that 20 years is a long time so figure it out together i think i feel like he's just trying to like deal with it on his own and if you guys aren't used to being vulnerable and talking together open like that it's something that you should do before it gets worse this like low-key could be the catalyst to like you guys elevating in your relationship to mm-hmm. figure out like some other shit and just like growing stronger together. Yeah, for sure. It's usually like the tough situations that can bring people closer together, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's so sad. It's crazy, but stay strong and just know it's normal and just like 
sometimes you really sometimes men are really dumb and you need to like break it down for them in terms of like how would you feel if i was doing the same thing yes. and like that's it's not like you should have to do that every time but like if you at least break that down for them one time and hopefully they get it like it blows my mind that women have to do that at all like tell men like oh picture it from my point of view because that should be basic common sense as like a human with empathy but sometimes it's not for men sometimes they're like actually really slow at empathy and but i think like when there's something like snapchat or whatever it may be right mm-hmm. it's like right there so like yeah. in the moment they're like seeing this thing there they're clicking 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 and like before they know it they're like in this space and they're not thinking about you like as fucking sad as that is they're not but that's where you have the conversation like yo this shit is hurtful it's not okay to do this like you have to set that boundary and like low-key like love yourself enough to be like this is what i expect out of this relationship and i need you to like meet me there yeah like they're definitely not doing these things to hurt you it's just the fact that you found out that hurts but that's valid so that being valid in itself should just kick off more communication and closeness you know before we move on i forgot i I want to tell you this fuck is this (laughs) article i was looking into jagged edge because (gasps) (laughs) 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 yeah so i forgot okay i don't know how i found this but i was looking at into jagged edge about the members because it's like a boy group you know so one of the guys jagged edge is uh two guys they're twins and then two other guys one of the two other guys his name was kyle norman first of all first he was uh accused of trying to stab his son during a drunken fight in 2016 and then actually before that so he was already in trouble for ladies and gentlemen Force feeding his fiance an engagement ring, bro. What the fuck? What the fuck? Did he say wanna think about? <laughs> I cannot believe this. this I was, was like, shook. <laughs> like this was I was like, it was really hard to keep this news from you because I wanted to share it. But I was when like, let me like, like what is going on here? Let me keep this. I need a genuine I will reaction. Never hear the song in the same way, and like the headline on it too says like they're oversized baby blue velour suits, white headbands, <laughs> platinum chains, and braid hang time. Unfortunately, one of the, and then it goes <laughs> into the story. I'm just like, the suspense. Right? I was not ready for this. Yeah, this is. You really want to get married? Oh my oh, god! Yeah, he was like, "Bitch, we are getting married. Come on, won't you be my lady? Oh my god! Yeah. So this is really." insane so already the music yeah. video left me with a bad taste in my mouth and now i find out one of these dudes is a fucking abuser to his son and fiance how can people get married to this how does one force feed an engagement ring to someone i'm like, scared i just picture him shoving fuck? it in there and then putting his hand over her mouth and being like choke bitch this fool is oh, this is wild. violent this is very i'm saying violent. again the 2000s were something else <laughs> insane kyle norman what the fuck kyle norman you are problematic as fuck super and yeah i'm guessing this is probably why like their newer music hasn't really been marketed did they have new music apparently yeah i was on spotify and they had like projects on projects like 2020 going down like i'm sorry if you walk down the aisle to let's get married now after me reading this 
I will not feel like it's beautiful. I will think about Kyle Norman force-feeding his fiance an engagement ring. A sentence from here. The victim reportedly had a huge <sighs> knot on her forehead, a cut on her nose, a burst blood clot in her eye, consistent with her claims of being punched, and had been choked both with a scarf and when he shoved her engagement ring down her throat. Bitch. What? What the f- the violent dispute allegedly erupted after she confronted Norman about his drinking habit. However, Kyle told the police it was because of anger about Kyle's father having cancer. Unfortunately, this is not the first report of violence from the ex. Where the party at, singer? Battle of arms. Where the party at? In <laughs> very serious article. Like, By the way, where uh, the party uh, at, uh, singer? <laughs> so sad. A battle of R&B's past between Kyle and Cisco erupted. Backstage what does that <laughs> concert at the concrete. So he's apparently violent. How you, you gonna go at Cisco? Cisco? Like, how violent is that? Cisco's tiny. Real That's little. crazy. And like, sidebar. Apparently, Cisco has really great music. I was listening to like Jagged Edge Radio, and then also my boyfriend like loves Cisco. So I was like cracking up because I was like, great. Cisco does have good music. Yes, I literally does. only knew the thong song, but really, yeah, I never Cisco listened to anything music. else. Did you That's listen to crazy. Cisco, just Cisco solo, or Cisco with Drew Hill? Uh oh, I mean, it was like Drew Hill and Cisco like popping up different songs, but I don't know they got songs together because yeah. Cisco was in Drew Hill. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, that see, like girl. that's crazy. I think Incomplete was Drew Hill. I want to say, but then Cisco Incomplete, also did. I think it was Cisco actually. Yeah, yeah, because okay. that popped up and like I was like okay. I like that song. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. also Cisco did tracks with Maya. That was like oh, Maya. I'm moving on. No wait, that was with that wasn't with Cisco. Ugh. That was um Cisco was all about me. And he's like Cisco, Cisco, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> bops after bops. Yes. <laughs> I'm dead. That's amazing. Yeah, shout out Cisco and shout the out thong Cisco song. For not shoving rings down people's yeah, throats. Yeah, good, good for, for you, you. Cisco. Mm-hmm. Shit, fucking whatever that guy's name was, I forgot already. Kyle. Kyle, Kyle sounds fucking like an, Kyle Norman. Kyle Norman. That's insane. Sounds like some bullshit. All right, so let's get into some shit because I got a motherfucking outline, baby. So real quick, motherfucking rundown on the origin of marriage because you know some people literally don't know that marriage wasn't about love forever. Okay, so no marriage first. Okay, so first of all. Before even marriage, it used to be like giant groups of people, like up to 30 people where it was like multiple men and they would share women and then they would have kids. Right. And it was like kind of the whole like it takes a village to raise a child type of thing, you know, but it was very in a way polyamorous. Right. Mm. And then eventually once like society became more civilized, they were like or men were like, I need to know who's my legitimate offspring for like passing off my like money or not money but like you know property or like just your lineage kind anything of? yeah lineage your name anything they were like i need to know which one is my child in general so then they were like started selling off women as property basically to just like pop out babies for men and then if women cheated you know they would get killed but men could still go off and fuck other women but the point of marriage was to like bind women to men so that these men knew who were the legitimate legitimate offspring and then eventually the roman catholic church stepped in and they made it so that like women had better treatment and that men were more pressured to be loyal all that pretty much has always just been a fucking weird thing of just like pressure to be loyal and of property basically women have always been property like that is 
the point because up until very recently women especially like in america i don't know about other countries you know it differs like culture and country to country but women weren't like allowed to open bank accounts or like have credit cards and shit unless they were married or own property nothing like that so marriage used to be kind of a necessity for women you know yeah so i think the reason now that a lot of people don't want to get married well women is because women don't need to get married now. Now women get married if they want to. And the way that men have been socialized, and especially under patriarchy, a lot of them are not very likable, especially with incel culture, all that. Now they have to actually be likable. Women have to like you. You can't like go off and just be a dick and be misogynist. So if you are, women could just be like, bye, bitch. And they're not going to marry you. Therefore, a lot of y'all men ain't getting married. And I think that plays a big part into why women aren't getting married anymore. But I did a poll. I uh, calculated the results. I said, do you plan on getting married? This was just Instagram, right? So, yes, I want to get married. 40%. 40% of people said, yes, I want to get married. People that said, no, I don't want to get married was 14.4%. And then people that said, I'm not sure yet if I want to get married, 45.6%. So more people than not aren't sure if they want to get married or don't want to get married. So it's like 60-40 if we jumble no and not sure yet. Is the the majority you're following, is that like men or women? I would say it's more women for sure. But I would say surprisingly for the no i don't want to get married it was more women than men mm. i mean surprisingly but not surprisingly yeah, I, think. I don't think it's surprising according to what i just said yeah. specifically too i also never knew that back history on like what marriage was like how it began i yeah. knew that there was a point when like the church stepped in and made it more of like um kind of like a religious thing where it was like yeah. you have to be loyal um, but I never knew the beginning origin of it. So thank you for that. Yeah, it was like super weird. There's like so much backstory. I was like, oh, yeah. I could get into this, but I don't know if people want like a whole history lesson. I saw that on yeah. your notes and I was like, oh, I'm very curious as to what that is. So. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But um, yeah, so what did you vote? I voted not sure yet. Me too. Um, Me too. Me yeah, too. I, I just, I think that there's women and just people in general, who already, like, from a very young age, like, they know that that's what they want. You know, they're like, I want to be married. This is part yeah. of, like... And I think that, that that depends on, like... So I think there's a lot of different factors into this. I think it depends on, like, maybe, like, your upbringing, maybe your values, your religion. There's a lot of different things that, like, make you decide if you want to be married or not. For me, personally, I just feel like it's never really been, like, a thing on my totem. Not to say, like, I'm closed off to it i am open to it but like it's never really been a thing that i'm just like it's not gonna make or break you make or break me yeah it's not something that's gonna make you fucking cry at night if you're not married by a certain age right yes and i think before like um there was this like pressure of like that's one of the things you have to do to be like seen as like a woman who like valid valid like has your shit together right like you know you you go to school you fucking graduate you you aim to bag a man get married have children and have a household like that's what i think that's what's turned me off to marriage so much it's like not like bag a man but like that you have to get picked Mm. it's the fact that the man has to ask you if you want to get married and like the 
oh, the way that marriage is framed, like you have to get picked, like the man has to ask you, like, oh my God, that turns me off to marriage so bad. You like, know what's wild? Do you, have you ever heard like how there was like actual like schools, like girls would get sent to where they were like, like it was like kind of like a charm school thing. They would get sent to school. So they were like doing regular, like regular schooling. Mm-hmm. But within that you're doing like societal schooling. So no. you were like learning how to be like a lady, right? But also like act the right way so that a man would pick you to be his wife. No. It's wild. Like, oh, God. And I mean, Ew. it's like at this point, it's like, why do you think so many women are opting out or not even opting out? Just just looking beyond the idea of marriage, because it's like we've spent all these years where you're like low key, like conditioning us to be this person who like needs that, like who to be this person who falls into whatever role a man gives her. And the divorce rates of the generation that push that. Mm-hmm. Like, OK. The generation that is, like, telling women to act like this and be married by this age and to be feminine and this and do that, that's the generation that has the highest divorce rates. Like, okay. I <laughs> Miss think me with that. I just feel like right now um, we're so much more aware of all of the, like, options we have, all of the possibility. You know, there's, like, so much strength in, like, where we are as just, like. And of all the downfalls in marriage. And, and I, I feel like, honestly, I really feel like a lot of examples maybe that I've seen or that I know of is like women were getting married at a point out of necessity because they felt mm-hmm. like, you know, they couldn't really provide for themselves. They didn't have the opportunity to provide for themselves. Because they literally like weren't allowed to yes, work for exactly. the longest time. So it's like, what else do you do? You have to get married. And, and that's what people don't realize now. And now we have that opportunity, you know? So, of course we're going to take other options. We're going to take other routes. Like not all roads lead to marriage because that's not the only thing that we have to, to look forward to, honestly. Yeah, exactly. So like speaking of divorce rates, like, okay, first of all, I was like so confused because, you know, there's like the like statistic, statistic that you hear about all the time about like, you know, 50% of marriages end in divorce or 40 or 60 or whatever. Okay, I am not good at statistics because apparently the current divorce rate is 2.9 people per 1,000 people. And that's excluding five states, including California and, like, a few other ones. So I know it differs, like, for, like, other factors. I guess California may have lower divorce rates. I don't know. Do you think it's lower? I feel like I'm... I thought it would be higher, but I think I saw something that said California might have lower ones. I'm not sure. Could be wrong. But either way, it's not enough to like push it to 50 like I think I am not good at statistics like I took stats once I got to college and it was like my hardest subject okay I'm not good with numbers at all so like I'm good at regular math statistics fucked me up I wanted to cry so I guess it's a different stat or a different type of equation for the statistic of like 50 percent or 40 percent of marriages end in divorce than this one which is 2.9 per a thousand people so basically overall the rate of divorce in america is falling divorces amongst people aged 50 plus is rising which completely fits what the fuck we were just talking about fewer couples choose to marry than pre-1990 also makes sense and the u.s divorce rate is amongst one of the highest in the world and most americans who file for divorce do so between january and march 
And then one of like the reasons listed was like holiday strains because like finance, Mm -hmm. which I repeat, finance is important. I've talked to people that have been married and divorced and most of the reasons are finance. So as much as you would like to think marriage is about love, it's not. Finance matters, like money matters, like get your shit together, debt matters, credit, like all that shit, it fucking matters. Like it's not just about love, it's not a fairy tale. I used to know a person who... They would always be, he was with the, his girlfriend for like ever. And then I'd always be like, why don't they get married? And his guy friend was like, oh, it's because she has like bad credit. And I always thought like that was the shittiest thing I'd ever heard. Mind you, this was like in my early 20s. Yeah. And I was always like, that's like such a shitty thing. She's always there for him. But then like as I got older, I understood it. Like it, it really does. Like as it'll take a toll real up quick. As it sounds like it's like you work very hard to get yourself to a point financially and just to create a stability for yourself so when you bring someone else into that it's like you want to make sure that it's not adding more to your plate you know yeah for sure like that's gonna be a huge fight yeah. like in the end so like there's ugh, as hard as that is like money matters it's gonna add a toll like even if you think you're gonna fight through it you're not it'll become a problem mm-hmm. regardless And I think the whole, like, January through March thing also about, like, more people filing for divorce in those months, I feel like it has to do with, like, people viewing just, like, the year as, like, you know, like, at the beginning of the year, like, you're hyped, and once you get to the end of the year, you're, like, losing hope a little bit, (laughs) and it's, like... I'm fucking tired. Yeah, like, if you're in a relationship where it's bad, and it's, like, November, December, it's, like all right, we got two more months for this shit to snap back into shape. And if it doesn't, January, snip, snip, scissors. You're new me, baby. You're gone. I honestly think, Do you think, like, like, even, like, the holidays were, like, like, bringing in, like, family factors into that? So you're, like, bringing your significant other into, like, these family situations? Probably, like, the pressure or, like, the commentary of, like, family members being, Mm -hmm. like, so, yeah, still in debt. You guys still renting, still like, not still buying broke. a home. <laughs> exactly, you still broke. <gasps> it's really sad. To dinner. It's really sad. But, like, I think a lot of people, like, think that marriage started out as, like, a thing about love. And that's why they see it as, like, a really fucked up thing when you bring up money. But it's, like, <laughs> marriage was never about love. Like, I was reading about how it didn't become about love until the, like, Middle Ages. And basically, like, the first recorded history of, like, people getting married was, like, 2,000, like, 400 B.C. or something like that. Like, 20-something hundred B.C. So, people didn't make it about love until the Middle Ages, which was A.D. So, that's, like, thousands of years later. Like, that's wild. But marriage was never about love. Like, just get that through your head before you get married. I can say I do think that there are some instances where people truly get married for love. But I also think that 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 doesn't mean that they haven't had the hard conversations about finances, about expectations, about like where you see yourself. You know, I think that's if you're marrying for love, that means that you've had those conversations and you're very like transparent about them because then you're able to go into this like union together, knowing that the hard shit has already been discussed and you're going to hit that shit together. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, definitely. Like, it it isn't to say that, like, marriage shouldn't be about love. Like, I'm a total fucking romantic and, like, a sucker for love. And, like, if I get married, I want it to be about love. But it's just to remind people that love isn't enough. I've said that before. Like, love is never going to be enough to, like, hold down a relationship. You could love someone as much as you want. That doesn't mean you can, like, look past their flaws 
for their bad credit, whatever it is, <laughs> as shitty as that is, because that will that their bad credit becomes your bad credit once you're married. So, you know, and I know couples that like are older and like they never got married and it honestly was better for them for their kids when it came to like applying for like FAFSA mm-hmm. and shit like that. Yeah. So, you know, there's pros and cons to getting married and to not getting married. Because, you know, like, the pros for, like, getting married is, like, if somebody has a good job and they have good, like, health insurance, medical insurance, all that. Like, if you get married, like, now you can have that. That's a great benefit. I would get married for that benefit. But my thing is, like, I think I've said that so many times, and let me clear up. I wouldn't marry somebody solely because of that. I'm going to marry them if I fucking love them. It's a perk to it. It's a perk, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it's not going to be only because of that. Like, I'm not going to get married to someone only because of the benefits. Like, I still believe that love should be the core of a marriage at the end of the day. But I think that we all have, like, been through enough shit and learned enough and progressed enough to be able to have these conversations where it's not like... I feel like back then, the couples did not have fucking deep conversations. No, not at all. Well, because also, if you're saying, like... It was already, marriage was already this thing that was, like, somewhat pretty much forced, right? Yeah. There's no conversation in that. And yeah. also, men back then were not interested in whatever the fuck a woman had to say. Her word yeah. meant nothing. So oh, yeah. there was definitely no conversations being had. And even, like, going back into, like, I think maybe, like, generations, like, one over from us. Like, I um, like I think about, like, my mom and, like, just, like, people a little bit older than me, even, like, Nina's and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really think, like, the hard conversations have been have being had, yeah. like, beyond maybe, like, the last past couple of years. Because I think women now are, like we're saying, they're seeing their options and they're they're really, really, like, wanting to, like, hash shit out before they're taking that leave. Yeah. And not only women. I think men, too. I think, like, there are some men out there who really, truly are, like, okay, if this is the route we're going to go, let's, like, figure this shit out beforehand. Yeah, because even men, like, like, back then probably thought, like, Oh, I'll marry women as long as she like is healthy and young and can like, like chop out kids for yeah, me. Right? That's like crazy. I'm just oh. like, ugh. <laughs> oh god, that's like a whole fucking. It's just like a vessel at that it's, point. Like if someone's yeah. like, oh, that's a good childbearing woman. Like that, you're a vessel. Literally, and like that's like what marriage was for men back then. Like they just wanted a woman that could pop up babies for them. And like if they couldn't, if they married a woman, well. How it was back then, like, when you married someone, it was, like, the father would, like, hand over the wife, and, like, the contract was basically, like, oh, here is my daughter, and she will pop out babies for you, blah, blah, blah. It was, like, a dowry, too, right? Yeah, like, it was, like, an exchange of, like, little property. Women were property. And if she wasn't able to reproduce or pop out babies for this man, or, like, I think in some cases if they weren't able to pop out a boy kid, because, you know... Like carries women, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that the men would be able to like divorce women and basically just give them back to the family. Like, she doesn't work. It Here didn't you work. go. Yeah, it didn't work. You can have it. This is my return. That's horrifying. Like, excuse me, this bitch is broken. I also feel like there's this conversation being had of like, um, like modern day women or like feminist women destroying like what the sanctity of marriage is because they're not I hate so, the word modern day woman but that's like the thing right the mo- that's why I'm like quotationing it the modern day yeah. woman the feminist woman like when, when in actuality it's really just a woman who like stands up for herself and is about a her woman shit. who is up to date on fucking knowledge and who just like doesn't take shit like, yeah but I feel like there's this conversation being had of like that 
like way of being as a woman is like ruining the sanctity of marriage. Yeah, like she's doing something wrong by being knowledgeable or having standards or like having requirements or having something or anything to say. Mm-hmm. I just feel like why are you shitting on someone for raising the bar? And this is what we were talking about at one point too, where like, you know, the bar for so long was set very low. And in hell. It was in hell. And that goes into what we were talking about with um, weaponized um, incompetency. Yes. The bar yes. is very low on that. Like, it's just you're raising the bar. You're understanding who you are. And why would men not want a woman who knows who she is, stands up for who she is? Because that's only going to add value to your relationship. You, you would know? think. But that's the same thing as men talking about how they want a smart woman. But then they get a smart woman and they actually don't want a smart woman. They want a woman who seems smart enough to, like, be smart enough to show off to their buddies. Or is so they smarter don't, than them? Yeah. They don't want a woman smarter than them, and they don't want a woman that's actually going to challenge them. So there's a difference. It's all about, like, idealization and just, like, trophy wife status. Like, all that. It's fucking weird as shit. Yeah. So there was a study by Cornell University. And it basically, what it came down to was that, and I have a freaking quote. Okay, the first quote, it says, um, it's by Daniel T. Lichter. He was like the head person of the study. He said, marriage is still based on love, but it also is fundamentally an economic transaction. Many young men today have little to bring to the marriage bargain, especially as young women's educational levels on an average now exceed their male suitors. So basically, men ain't shit. I'm just kidding, but um, women are woke. <laughs> yeah, women are more educated and independent now. They have higher standards. Women used to need men. Now you have to actually want a man. And a lot of men are just not likable. And that's what I think incel culture brings to the table is men that are not likable. Men like dodging accountability. And just, like, blaming everything on women being smart or having anything to say or having... It's, like, I feel like incel culture is just trying to, like, maintain the status quo of patriarchy. Because they want women to just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and not have anything to say against, like, what has been going down or misogynistic shit at all. And they're also looking for a reason to literally hate women. They're looking for a reason to say women are this, women are that. They're looking for a reason to literally bash women. The account that you had shared with me, I've never, ever looked at an account like that in my life. The red pill one? Yes. I was was on Instagram. I was reading it and I was just like, all these people believe this. Oh, these people are That's the scary part. That's the scary part. There was actually a show on Netflix. I think it was called Evil. And there's one episode where. It starts to introduce the devil and how he's, like, controlling young men and kind of getting into their head and telling them certain things and just basically making them very misogynistic. It basically introduces the whole idea of, like, incel culture and how dangerous it is because it's all online and it's, like, kind of like, you know, subreddits, like, online little groups all over the world. That's the dangerous part, that it's all over the world and, like, how easy it is to incite these men to just like have all this anger towards women and just like fill them with like this nonsense and make them literally hate women. And he like makes him go into like a coffee shop and flirt with the girl and she turns him down. And then he 
is like, she doesn't like you because you're too nice and blah, blah, blah. And it's like nice guy syndrome. And then he like ends up telling him to go in there and like shoot up the place. It's like the devil. And it's just like pretty metaphorical for like what incel culture is because like these guys that like shoot up schools and all that, usually it is fucking incels. It's usually based on men that get shut down and have hate for women. So they'll fucking kill anyone in the way. It's like it's it's rooted in like insecurity. It's really like it's truly rooted in insecurity and like a not an understanding of whatever the fuck shit they have going on. But they're looking for someone to blame it on. And this group of people who they've like connected with the easiest target for them is women. Yeah. They're like, you know, women are the culprit in in this situation when really it's like self, like you should really be looking into yourself to figure out what the fuck is going on. Exactly. But it's the easiest thing to do is say, well, let's blame it on women because they rejected us because we're not good enough because whatever list of things that they came up with. What good do they know? Oh my God. It's so terrifying. So so scary. That account. I just wish parents would like watch with their fucking kids are doing. Cause like literally like there's like young boys that are following, like if we see how many followers these accounts have and that's just one account, like there's people on TikTok and Reddit is the fucking first like that's where all of them are at and like instagram but yeah like there's so many people that follow these accounts it's like red pill culture like these men that like view like their life as like red pill blue pill and if you take the red pill you'll wake up and you'll realize like how shitty you have it as a man and you're a victim like what (laughs) you're a victim like a victim of woman like what like they literally feel threatened by women waking up and having standards and it's so sad and like what was that one thing i sent you oh my god i i have to i don't even think i freaking like got like a screenshot of it i don't know if you have it i read it or do you want okay so it's a cartoon of it looks kind of old-timey like maybe 40s 50s and it is a woman behind a counter talking to two children and the young girl saying why does regular Barbie cost $19.99 and divorce Barbie cost $299.99? And the woman behind the counter says, divorce Barbie comes with Ken's car, Ken's house, Ken's boat, Ken's furniture, Ken's jewelry, Ken's money, Ken's computer, and Ken's best friend. And the quote on it is, or the caption is, marriage isn't worth it for men in 2021. Let's dissect this because <laughs> I'm very curious as to like how... I'm actually very curious into like the conversation about prenups too, because yeah, that's okay, like a whole thing in itself. Which that is definitely holding itself because I feel like the first time I ever heard the word prenup was Kanye West, <laughs> gold, gold digger. digger. It's like, the first mm-hmm. time I ever heard the word prenup, and I was like, first of all, for the longest time, just saying the song, didn't know what the fuck I was saying. Then I figured it out, and I was like, oh. And then of course, being a young girl like around men. I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, fuck these bitches. <laughs> I was such a little pick-me-ass like, stupid bitch. They're protecting their coin. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, my God. Like, that's why I feel so bad when I see young women, like, standing up for patriarchy. Because I'm just like, you know what? I, too, once was a dumb bitch. <laughs> We've all know? been dumb bitches. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You learn and you grow. Look at me now. I'll fucking kill all of these fucking assholes, you know? Like, you can't tell me shit. Here she is with her whole podcast. It's all right. That's growth. Growth. Mm-hmm. Bitch, growth. You know, it takes some women longer, but I'll never give up on you. I'll you're never red, give up on you. Pill. Yes. Red pill. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, literally, like, yeah, I was like, of course, it's men, like, 
So whoever doesn't know, I don't know if you don't know, prenup is basically just like a contract where you set up like once you get married that like whatever money you make. If you get divorced, it doesn't have to be split. Like it's like I made this money. money. Yeah, because if you get married and you don't have a prenup, technically whatever money you make together as a unit has to be split once you get divorced. So yeah, that's the point of a prenup is to protect that money, which is bullshit now that I actually fucking get it. It usually mostly benefits the husband. Yes, because first of all, let's fucking talk about it. Like statistically, and I don't have the fucking websites or like anything pulled up to prove this. This is just based on shit I have read based on actual factual shit. So you can look it up yourself if you don't fucking believe me. But um, believe me, spread the word, okay? Um, marriage benefits men more than women, okay? Married men make more money than married women. Married men make more money than single men. So when men get married, and the reason for this is because usually based on patriarchal standards, women do most of the domestic labor. Domestic labor historically has been very fucking undervalued. We're talking about raising the kids, cleaning the house, buying the groceries, all this fucking shit. Historically, that's why they said women didn't work in the 50s, right? They worked. It was just they didn't get paid for it. They worked for free. Men were off making money on the backs of their wife staying at home, making a home, keeping a home, raising their kids, all that. That was, they were just not being paid. It was stolen labor. So when you say that, like, women don't deserve any of the money in a divorce, that's just not true because they do because these men wouldn't be able to be off working this many hours if their fucking wife wasn't at home taking care of the kids. Like you couldn't build that empire without that support. Hell no. Like, no, at all. at all. Like if they had kids or like, yeah, if they had kids and like they weren't married and the wife was off working too, that means they would have to pay a babysitter, a nanny, a maid, a tutor. I just don't even uh, think homekeeper, like, all this shit. I just don't even think like a like a single man trying to run a household like that and maintain a career like that. I I honestly like I I don't really see it flourishing the way it was back then. Even like maybe Mm-mm. now it's a little different, but um, I think that that's where kind of like the idea of like behind every good man is like a like a good woman. Like, I think that that's what it is, is, like, yeah. women were the backbone in that yeah. time. And, like, even now, a lot of the time, like, you would not be able to do these things without the support of a partner holding shit down at home. Exactly. Like, you're coming home to a, a home. You just think the home Which, stays yeah. clean like no. that. Food, all of that. Like, that's nourishment. Like, there, there's so much that goes into, like, The shopping for it. the food, yes. the cooking of Beyond, the like, food. Beyond, like, the business side. There's the so cleaning. much that goes into it. Yeah, like, no. Literally... What I think now more people are, like, starting to call it is, like, home management. Mm-hmm. Or, like, domestic, it's domestic labor, but they're trying to, like, label it as something more, like, recognizable. Because what it is is home management. Like, you literally are the manager of the home, which, like, we could just jump straight into fucking um, weaponized incompetency. Wait, that's what they're calling women staying at home while their man is, like, earning money? Yeah. I You're the manager of the home. I would literally hate to be married to a man who is 
having a career and being called a home manager. If I'm a fucking manager, pay me a manager salary. Exactly, but run. that's but that's why they're calling it that it's because it is. If you think about it, you're managing a whole entire home. Household, yeah, yeah, like you're having to do all these tasks. Yeah, you're technically me. you're technically a fucking manager. Yeah. Like you're running a fucking business basically, but the business is the home. Ugh. Kids labor cleaning it's like you're you're handling lunch you're handling scheduling you're handling sanitation there's like so much into it it's like you should be getting paid more than any man yeah. has ever seen in their life and not only like the children in the household you're taking care of the man yeah you're taking care of the yeah. man you're setting he's an extra child success. he's yes. an extra child right there yeah so the fact that like men think that there should be a prenup like that all the money that they made in their marriage is, should be all theirs. How would you feel, though, just for perspective and just on the flip, how would you feel if you were the more successful person in the marriage and you married someone and they were maybe less successful than you? Would you feel the need to have a prenup? Not if they were taking care of my kids and taking care of the home. Because I think women just have more empathy. Yeah. And, like, we know the work that it takes. Mm -hmm. So, like, for me, like, yeah, I know, like... If you, especially if you have kids, especially if you have kids, you're not just sitting home on your ass. Like, I think men just, like, picture their wife sitting at home just relaxing, having a spa day, when in reality, like, they don't get a chance to sit down. Like, if they're not cleaning up, they're cooking, or they're taking care of the kids. Like, first of all, having kids is a full-time job, but, like, kids don't leave you alone. Like, they want to be entertained 24-7. Like, I was like, I was like, well, I don't know if I was like reading something or I was having a conversation with someone and they were talking about how wives in like the fifties, how they maintain like such a, like, um, like a, a very like almost like strict household, how they like mm -hmm. got up super early, tended to their, um, husband, tended to their household. Oh, I think I saw kids. this one. And it was like saying like, they were like taking drugs. like, yeah, they were taking drugs Beth. and it was like, yeah, they were like amped up on speed and like fucking pills all the time because they were trying to run all this shit and like yeah. keep up and then at the end of the day when their husband came home they still had to be a wife to him because they had all this other shit going on during the day and then and then at the end of the day they were taking another pill to go to sleep yeah because they're so hyped up yes. from the other pills like yeah for that's sure a fucked up cycle the yeah, fucked up way to live definitely. your life yeah that's why like oh my god the whole idea of prenups or like men thinking that like women rob them or of half of what they make and that is just one portion of it like there's a whole nother side of it that people don't talk about which oh my god it's like so much to it but basically we all know that women versus men aging is like seen completely different in society's eyes right men become silver foxes silver fox. i got that little salt and pepper Hair. right like oh sexy yes. women disgusting old hag aged out old ass bitch like your expiration date you've hit your expiration date yeah yes. like the fact that it's like 30 like i think tina fey had that one skit i don't know if you ever saw it where no. it was like all of them turning 30 i'll think it because it's just really funny and it's like great for this topic but okay so imagine you getting married when you're young to a man 20 years later you've been helping him build his empire he has a prenup you get divorced because you're finally tired of it. He's cheating on you and, like, you're doing all this labor. You raised his children, helped him make all this money, and he takes all his money because there's a prenup. And you now you're 
40 something. The fuck am I going to do? What the fuck are you going to do? He can easily, as an old silver fox, go get remarried. He stole all your fucking youth. What is the one thing you cannot get back in this earth? Time. Okay? You cannot get. No, no. Once you age, you age. Like, you cannot get that back. As a woman, and you put in all your fucking youth for this fucking man, and the least he could do is give you fucking half of what the fuck he built off of your back. Bitch, don't fucking play with me. And you know what's wild is, like, younger women are, like, into older men. It's like a thing. Yes. Because they're like, he's daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's successful. <sighs> he has his shit together. I just saw, like, a TikTok about dusty this. dusty-ass motherfuckers. I just saw a TikTok about how, like, women normalizing dating older men because they're more mature uh-huh. normalizes older men dating younger, younger women, women. Yeah. and pushing older women their own age to the side. I will say that I do love the story, though, of an older woman who, like, maybe comes out of a marriage where she's not happy and, like, fucking figures her shit out and is just, like, like kills it. Because I think, like, even though you do age, like, and you get older and society sees you as, like, whatever aged out, there is, like, so much peace that comes with being over 30. Because then you're just, like, I'm not taking any of this bullshit from any of these motherfuckers Oh, anymore. yeah, for Your sure. Your bar is literally, like... An yeah. older woman. Yeah, that's what I keep saying is, like, the older you get, like, the bars up here, the less fucking shit you'll put up with. So, like, older women are awesome. Like, I love them. Yeah, so prenups don't don't do that don't do that if you are a homemaker or a woman staying home with kids and i'm gonna say even if you're also working as a woman because majority of the time most men suck at fucking keeping up with the domestic labor so let's hop right into fucking weaponizing competence i did not know about this until you taught me this term and then yes. i fell into a tiktok hole and <laughs> yeah. i was like this shit is wild wild right because it's like something that everyone's familiar with but it's just like you don't know what it's called until you gave it you learn what it's called yes so it's been trending on tiktok for like a few weeks now and it's just amazing it's basically especially like in terms of a relationship when and i'll say specifically in terms of a heterosexual relationship when a man pretends like he can't fucking do shit or like acts like he is incompetent and doesn't know how to do xyz in order to just like manipulatively make his wife do it and pick up the slack and you know like i think the most popular form of this which i used to do this when i was little is like pretend like i didn't know how to wash the dishes or like break a dish so that way my mom wouldn't Want me to do it again? It's funny because when I looked at this shit on TikTok, I was like, <gasps> my daughter is using weaponized incompetence <laughs> on me to do the dishes. This little girl is fucking acting like she doesn't know how to use soap and a sponge. Oh my she doesn't want to do it again. But also, like, it's, it's definitely deeper than that. The one thing that kept coming up on it was, like, um, the woman asking a man to put the, the like, dinner away, like, the leftover dinner. Oh and God. this will put like the entire crock pot to the side. That's what I saw on TikTok. The and entire crock pot with the fucking. <laughs> oh my God. It's not cord. That hard. The, the cord. cord. The, the thing you plug into the fucking power outlet. The cord. The whole thing. That to me is like, first of all, that's fucking lazy. Instant divorce. Like, second of all, like, it's not that hard to get a Tupperware out and throw leftovers in a Tupperware. Oh, but that would mean he would have to wash the crock pot, though. Oh my 
the he doesn't want to do that. The, oh my gosh, he doesn't want to do that. It's gonna take out, but also. It's crazy because, like, I was watching these videos and then there was another one that came up where, like, um, the dads were sending the kids to school where, like, the dads had to, like, dress watch the, the kids or girls. dress the kids. And they were sending them to school with, like, their clothes backwards and, like, in underwear. The little girl that had both her legs in one pant legs. Yes. And, and it's – so some of the things, though, like, it, before it became, like, a issue of weaponized incompetence, it was, like, LOL, dads. LOL, men. Yeah, it's treated as like a funny ha-ha, like, it's oh, men. funny. Men. This is your Imagine child. if it was wife, like, oh, mm-hmm. ha-ha, my wife accidentally shot breast milk in my baby's nose the whole time instead of the mouth. <laughs> ha-ha, silly fucking mom. And it's very basic things that are being asked. I mean, like. Putting both the legs in separate pant legs, you bitch. Know, and you, you've dressed yourself for how many lives, how many days of your adult life, like. You know how to do these things. It's so infuriating. It's, it's, the more you realize it, the more you get fucking mad. I was in a hole last night. I like, was like, I need to go to bed. But I searched that hashtag, and I was just like, what in the actual Ugh. fuck is going on I think here? one of the first things that like went popular on TikTok was like this wife that sent her husband to the grocery store with a grocery list. And he literally, like, you know, it's like she did that because she needed, she needed help. You know, as a wife, you're already doing so many other jobs. And instead of him helping her and, like, taking this job off her hands, he was calling her the whole time, like, oh, like, beans, you mean, like, this? Or, like, bananas, you mean, like, this? Or, like, where is where is the cereal? Like, to the point where, like, she had to draw him a map of, like, the aisles. Was it the one where the, way, the woman was, like, she put, like, um, the picture of, like, Chobani yogurt and, like, other things on the, the I thing? I think so, yeah. Because there was, like, a, f- a few different ones that, like, went viral. But basically, yeah, it was, like, where wives had to, like, make maps for the men at the grocery store. You like, groceries job. are, like, a women-only thing that men have never been inside of. Like, there's literally labels of what's in the aisle. You can literally just go up and down. And that's what I think is a huge problem in, like, marriages and why people get divorced is because you're not fucking useful or helpful anymore, bro. Like, if your wife is asking you to do something for her, it's because she needs help. And if you're going to be, like, weaponizing your incompetence, you're just making the burden on her even bigger. Because now instead of helping her, now you're putting that emotional labor, labor on her. Now she has to fucking be, like... Instead of, like, having that time to, like, figure her shit out and, like, have some rest, now she has to tell you where to go. And then men complain about why their wives don't want to fuck them, why they're not turned on. I'm not going to want to fuck someone who doesn't know how to buy bananas. Yeah, or because or you're tired. Like, if you would have those 30 <laughs> minutes to unwind instead of having to walk him through it, then maybe you'd want to fuck. Yeah. But if he wants to act like a dumb bitch... I can't stand a dumb bitch. I'm not horny around a dumb bitch. Ever. I'm going to sleep. I'm taking a shower. I'm tired. I had to explain how to walk through the grocery store. But I also feel like, so I think like weaponized incompetence comes down to like a couple different things. It comes down to like, first of all, you're being fucking lazy and you're being very selfish and you're using. Manipulative. You're manipulative. Yes. And, and you're doing it because you're like, well, if I do it this way, then they might not ever ask me to do it again. So I think like. In, in some instances, though, on the flip side of that, I think it could truly be because one of the TikToks I saw was like someone was talking about like weaponizing competence and the woman was like, well, um, 
in some cases it could be like ADHD. It's super like small case, but she was like, that's where you have to sit down and have the conversation. And this is what I was thinking about too. Like you have to really like sit down and have the conversation because obviously you're married. So you can have the talks and be like, yo, is this really something that's not in your like arsenal of things that you can do? You, you just don't know how to fucking do these things. Like let's try to figure it out together and if you can't do it, then let's compromise. Yeah. So maybe these things are not something that you can do and it's just like not there for you. Yeah. So let's compromise. If you can't what help can me cook dinner, do? then you help me clean it up. You help what me get everything do? out. And you honestly take full ownership of that task and do it without my help. Because yeah, something where I don't have to yes. be hovering. Because mm-hmm. if I have to hover or even think about hovering... It's not helping. And that's where we, we as women just get the like label too of like being naggy and being nitpicky and like, cause we have to, we just want shit done. Right. And you do shit like that. It's really hard to trust that you're going to do it. Right. Yeah. Cause I think so many people like push off shit as like, well, I don't have to do it this good, but it's like, you think you don't have to, because if you don't do it right, somebody always comes in and like fixes it for you. This could be for like a job or anything. Like you think we're like, I can get away with doing it lazily. Yeah, you can. But the reason that shit keeps moving forward steadily is because somebody had to come in after and fix it and do it right for you. It's not because like it magically just fell into place. So you're making it harder for somebody else. You're adding more work for somebody else to do. So just like be conscious of that. That even like falls into like a bigger picture of like, if you are weaponizing your incompetence and you have a family, what are you, what's kind of like tone or like what example are you setting for your family? Exactly. You're like showing them like your dad can half ass things. Your mom is the one who's fully capable of doing everything in this household and maybe not your dad so much. You're showing them that like you can low key like trick and scheme your way out of things. You're showing them that like, it's okay to like kind of like lie about things to get out of things you don't want to yeah. do. Like you're not really setting the best example for the household when you're doing that. And I think yep. in like in your head, you're like, well, I'm just going to do it so I can get out of it really quick. And it's like, now nah, it's like a much bigger picture. Yeah. Like it's not just you in a fucking vacuum, bro. Like let's be mindful of who this is affecting and that's empathy at the end of the day, which yes. a lot of people lack. So um, there was a lot of really incel type shit I've seen on Twitter. You sent me the most incel shit that I think my phone has ever seen. And it's little life ever. I was like, oh, what the fuck is going I on? I don't even here? remember like how I came across like that Instagram red pill shit. But then this is on Twitter at O-M-O-A-L-U-F-A-A. Omoalufa. Secret lover. I don't know. <laughs> said uh why are men losing interest in settling down he also said loosing <laughs> loosing interest loosing interest in settling down that's why can you spell and then william simpson said because men are realizing that there is no benefit for them in a marriage <laughs> A man is basically gambling half of everything he owns on the fact that his woman will never leave him, especially if he is already getting everything he needs from a woman without the marriage. I'm just shook that men think that the only person gambling something in taking the leap of marriage is the man. And also, we were talking about like marriage earlier being like about love and stuff, but like, when you take something that is like supposed to be this thing that's rooted in like love and a promise and all these building things, together building together and you give it this like t- 
title of like a gamble and like say all the like you just make it so ugly and like, like you don't know what the fuck love is bro that to me says like projection that to me says like you're projecting whatever the fuck has happened to you onto this situation of marriage and yeah like, that's not necessarily like what the answer is that's more so like that what tells your opinion me is. you don't know shit about love because you don't see marriage does anything to do with love if that's what the fuck you got to say about it how do you feel about the last part where he said, especially if he's already getting everything he needs from a woman without the marriage? Because we were talking about that earlier. We're like, yeah. So um, basically, the whole like, why buy the yes. cow if you're getting the milk for free, yes. right? That's mm-hmm. the whole saying. And like, I feel like a lot of women fall victim to that. And I could see what it means. I could understand it for sure. I think we're just nurturing too, you know? Like, yeah, I think we're naturally just loving. I, I think we naturally want to do these things. We're yeah. naturally just like quote unquote wifey at heart, you know? And I think that's why you should be careful because yeah, men will take advantage if you're giving them everything that they need in a wife without them having to wife you. Yeah, they're going to ride that shit out as long as they can. They're not going to wife you. But that's why you have to have these conversations. Like, you need to talk to that man and be like, do you want marriage? And if he does, then, you know, set a time frame for it. As fucking weird as that is, I think you have to, like, same, it comes down to the same thing about, like, women losing value as they get older. But, like, if a man is going to drag you along... And then, like, you never know if he's going to leave you once you hit a certain age to marry the woman of his dreams. I don't know. I think marriage and, like, the whole idea of, like, having something, like, written, having something as a contract, like, having something to lose if you walk away is beneficial for a woman because you never fucking know who you're marrying at the end of the day. And I think it is beneficial because if you have, if they have nothing to lose, they'll just walk away and leave you. And, like, if you're doing all this wifey shit and you know you want to get married, then maybe don't do all that wifey shit. It's not to, like, threaten him into it, but, like, I think that should come with marriage. That should be a benefit benefit. of marriage, right? I also think it's not you're losing your value. It's that you're wasting my time. If, if if what I want is marriage and I'm with you and we're dating for however long and you're just stringing me along, you're not depleting me of my value yeah you're wasting my fucking time exactly and that because i could be doing this for somebody that values Mm -hmm. what i have to give because like this is what i have to give regardless and not just because i did this for so many years with you means that i can't do this anymore like i have this is like a fucking fountain of love i have to give but there's just no point in being with someone that doesn't appreciate it at the end of the day so just figure out what the fuck the person you're with wants and move accordingly. If they tell you they don't want marriage and you know you want marriage, move on. Don't ever think you could change someone's mind. If they tell you they don't want kids or don't want marriage, listen to them and believe them. That's it. How, like, soon on in, like, dating someone do you have, like, the conversation of, like, oh, this is, like, what I want. I want marriage. I want kids. Like, how soon on in that do you have that combo? I feel like I've had it literally as early as the first date before. Oh, wow. Yeah. With my boyfriend right now. Really? I told him, yeah. I was like, I don't really want kids. And he was like, me either. And I was like, dope. Second date. (laughs) Let's die. First date. Yeah. No, I'm saying second date after that. After he said, I don't want this. And you guys agreed on it. Then you were like, second date. Yes. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. 
I think that there's guys that I've been on dates with sometimes and like I know that they like allude to things that they want that maybe I don't want. And so I kind of I'm just like, okay, this isn't gonna work, you know, without yeah. us even having the combo. I think the sooner the better. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like a huge believer in like if we don't want the same thing, then let's not like let's yeah, not play I think this so out. too many yeah. people think that they could change people's minds yes. because of like love or whatever, but no, if somebody doesn't want something like you're not gonna, you might, but that's not a guarantee and it's not worth it to try, you know. And I think at some point you might like start resenting someone, like like the like the topic of kids. Like one mm-hmm. of you wants kids, the other doesn't. So like say you decide to stay together and the other person's like, Well, I'm willing to compromise on that, you know, because I love you so much. I don't think that's something to compromise no, on. At all. Mm-hmm. At all, at all. I've dated a really nice guy before who I know wanted kids and wanted to to like get married and that's not where I was and I was like, This is not gonna work out. Yeah. Because that later on that shit's gonna pop up. Like Yeah. That resentment is that's a huge one. Like, and yeah. I, don't, I don't ever want my partner to Because that's that not way, something that can easily go away. Like, mm-hmm. if you want kids, like, not just because you are, like, all right. I've said this before. Like, if you compromise on something, that means you're not getting what you want. Mm. So, even if you both compromise, that just means you're both not getting what you want. And, like, in some cases, that can work. But when it comes to, like, a lifelong decision, like, having kids or getting married, that you're both going to breed resentment Mm -hmm. and it'll end up catching up in your relationship. You'll end up hating each other, fighting about it. It'll keep coming up. Something will happen. And there's always like that story of like fucking Neo about how he had his wife get her, um, shit. Do you say? Yeah. I didn't hear that. And then they ended up getting divorced and then he got with another woman and she got pregnant. Yeah. I don't want to hear that Neo's trash. I want to hear. Trash. Oh my god, I hate that. I, I just okay. Like I feel like relationships you have to compromise. Like, you know, like of course, yeah. But children, but there's certain things. Children, that's that's a huge one. Marriage too. Yeah, like I think you there's can be dating things. someone, and if they want marriage and you don't, if you lie to yourself and you're like, oh well, that's fine. We can just like ride this out. It's fucked up. You you're can't like cheating. You yourself. can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, because that's like, a, just like a desire that you're always gonna have and it's just not fair to yourself it's not fair to the person like even if you want to suppress it it's not fair to the person because i feel like even subconsciously it'll show in your actions and your love a thousand percent yeah so you gotta like pick and choose the things that you're compromising and like realize can we compromise on this i don't think so i I feel like there's some things that just are not a compromise like yeah no there's certain things where it's like Nope. And that's fine. And that's called boundaries and standards. And you need to figure out what those are and stick by them. And you cannot bend. Like, you will hate the other person if you end up bending for certain things. Like, why are you selling yourself short, too? Like, for what? For companionship? Like, there's like there's not a million fish so, in this. Yeah, like there's so many fucking people in this world that there is definitely someone out there, I feel like, for everyone. And I think that we sell ourselves short a lot of the time because we want to settle for a companionship. We want to settle because we feel alone. We want to settle because we think we're expired or, like, our time is, like, come or whatever the fuck it may be. There's all these, like, societal factors that make us feel like we have to, like, just settle down with whatever. And I truly don't think that's the case at all. Literally, I think especially, like, the fact of, like, for women pushing, like, you need to get married by a certain age. Like, no, no. Yeah. I don't think so. I think especially the older we get, no. 
Like, it used to be like, oh, my God, if you're not married by 25, you're fucking old and you're not good anymore. Like, what? No, I I don't think there is like an age limit. I think the older you wait to get married, it's probably better. I think actually statistically, the younger you get married, the higher the divorce rate, right? Well, like you're younger too. You're When you're younger, you're not as like well versed in life. So you just like kind of more so jump into things. And not to say not like so younger marriages don't work. In they do. standards. That part too. But not to say like it doesn't work, but that's why that statistic is the way it is. I feel like because you just like kind of low key like jump into shit. Um, but I also feel like marriage is rooted in love, right? That's like what it is. You marry someone because you love them. There's no expiration date on how long you can fall in love and, and how yeah. much you can love. So like no matter how old you are, you're always going to have the ability to find someone who you love and vice versa. Like there's Yeah, there's stories about old ass people getting yes. married at like 70 years old. It's never like, okay, you're 50, so your ability to it's find over. someone to fall in love is no. over. Like, I think that the, a lot of that is rooted in, like, our, like, fixation on, like, attraction yeah. and, like, sexuality. But, like... It's ageism. Age, yes. And, like, so much... Marriage is more than that. Marriage is more than, like, sex and... Yeah, it's more than attraction. I mean, it's a part of it, but... Yeah. It's a huge part of it. That goes into our list, too. The list that you asked. I was thinking about that. I was yes. like, do I add this? Am I a... Fucking ratchet if I have this, but no, it's important. (laughs) It's important. No. Uh, Before we get into that, let's read one more fucking incel shit because I hate them. So another response to that question about why am I losing interest in settling down? And this is a screenshot from I'm pretty sure a woman, which is really disappointing. Okay. Because there's nothing in it for them. What exactly does marriage offer men today? Quote, Men know there's a good chance they'll lose their friends, their respect, their space, their sex life, their money, and, if it all goes wrong, their family. Says Helen Smith, PhD, author of Men on Strike. They don't want to enter into a legal contract with someone who could effectively take half their savings, pension, and property when the honeymoon period is over. Men aren't wimping out by staying unmarried or being commitment phobes. They're being smart. Unlike women, in the end quote. Unlike women, men lose all power after they say I do. Their masculinity dies too. Lord. And that just goes to show you even a fucking bitch with a PhD can be stupid. I just like hate the title of that book. Men on strike. Like, <laughs> Okay, girl. <laughs> Nobody fucking wants you anyway. <laughs> like, who about that? I already know y'all ugly as fuck. The fucking <laughs> stinky group balls. of incels. That's the book club right there. <laughs> Nobody wants you. I hate the end part too. Like men lose all power when they say I do. But that's the thing. When I don't think that marriage, any part of marriage is about power. Ugh. I think it's a union. It's yeah. A, it's like a union of two people. Well, I mean, like, the good side of it, right? Besides yeah. like, all the other things we're talking about. Like, at, on the good side of it, on the part of it that works, and on, like, the, what it should truly be about is a union of two people confessing their love and making a promise to each other that they are down as fuck for each other and down to ride or die with with each other till the end of time. Outside of prenups, outside of all this other bullshit that people are getting involved. Power should have no part in that because that's, like, ego. Yeah. And when you're making a promise like that to someone, ego shouldn't be involved in that. Um, and the part about like their masculinity dying too, that just sounds like some weak dick shit and 
literally like what the fuck are they, what are they talking about where they lose there's a good chance they'll lose their money and respect space and sex life and their fam what what it's like fear propaganda and it literally like, is you like you're gonna lose everything you won't have friends your friends like, are gonna hate your family i know plenty of married people that still have friends what do you mean? Like, if you lose all that, then you're not in a healthy marriage. And that's yes. just a completely different conversation. That has nothing to do with, like, regular just marriage as a topic. And if you're, like, trying to fear monger, like, this fucking bitch, Helen, fucking whatever your name is. Helen Smith. You stupid bitch, Helen Smith. Stop being a stupid Some bitch. Some of the most fun I have is with married people, like... It's just a different level. When it's a healthy ass relationship, like I love none a of healthy that is marriage. Yeah, like none of that's involved. I'm so upset that she literally put this list out of like, this is what's gonna happen when you walk up to the altar. You're gonna lose your fucking. She's feeding into the patriarchy, it. and it's yes. so sad. She's a victim, and I'm just like Helen. Who hurt you, Helen? Helen. Okay. Helen. Helen, girl. That Come ain't right, on. Boo. It's that so right. sad. Like, no, we already established. Any money that a man makes off the fucking back of a fucking woman, she deserves some. So let's stop that. But and I don't even think uh, her like her idea of like what a woman does in a marriage comes into play in this at all because this oh, is all no. on the man's side and all in like everything a man has to lose. Like she's just like when you step into something with that attitude, then yeah, shit ain't ever gonna work out because you come into it with the idea that you professing your love and making a promise to the person you love means you're going to lose everything. She said their sex life. I mean, one of the perks of marriage is that you have, you have consistent raw call. sex. I mean, unless like, you have a big spoon condom, for life. Whatever. Big spoon, little spoon, whatever you're into. No, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Ellen, is no. she married? I'm very curious. Oh my God. I doubt it. Like for her to say all that with her chest. That basically just goes back to, like, these, like, certain stats that I have about, like, reasons for people, like, not getting married. And it's just, like, yeah, it basically has to do with, like, the lack of emotional labor and emotional, like, yeah, competency. Like, kind of? like, not even connection, but just, like, the fact that, like, women have to do everything when it comes to maintaining like a relationship like the actual emotional connection you're just tired at the end of the day you're like yeah so like why am i gonna do anything else beyond what i've done yeah and this is not to excuse cheating at all but it's like very easy to see why like women fall into like cheating not to excuse it at all still shitty because you you should still be able to talk it out with like your person but I'm just saying, you know, like if somebody else comes along and hears them out and this is why you hear men talking about it, too. Like if their woman like isn't listening to them and this is not to excuse either. Of it. I'm just saying you should always be open ears and willing to communicate with your partner because that's all you have with your partner. Like if you're not willing to communicate and like listen and hear them out and be empathetic, then what the fuck do you expect? Honestly. I think it, like, comes into, like, that thing, too, where, like, there's this, like, idea of, like, a bored housewife or, like, you know, like, an unfulfilled housewife. And it's, like, because... Like the 50s with the yes. mailman? Even just, like, in general, I think, like, that's, like, kind of, like, um, 
that's like a role that's like portrayed often is like this mm-hmm. this unfulfilled housewife, this unhappy housewife. And yeah. it's just like because conversations aren't being had and like I think comfort plays a role in it too. You know, you get really comfortable and you just get into the like role of whatever it is you do in your everyday life and mm-hmm. shit happens. Yes. And that, okay, so I have a quote. I don't remember where I got it from, but it's, like, really fucking relevant, and it really stuck with me. So, basically, it was that women get married hoping that their man will change. Okay, so women Mm -hmm. are, like, okay, I'm going to marry this man, and then hopefully once we get married, he will be a better man and be a better husband, right? I feel like you're fucking up already if you're going into something you need to change somewhere. Why? It's not your job. 100%. Men go into marriage hoping that their woman never changes. That she stays the good woman that she is. It's like men don't get married (laughs) until they find a woman that fits exactly what they want. They're a little mold. Women are like, hopefully once we get married, he can show up as a husband the way I want him to. Or a father. And that's where we're fucking up. That's where the disconnect is. Because, and that goes back to the whole, like, getting the fucking cow uh, thing. You're not going to buy the cow if you're getting the milk for Yeah, free. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, men are like, this cow, great cow. <laughs> she provides milk all the time. Fucking great cow. <laughs> of course I'll fucking buy the cow. It's always going to be there. This milk is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, feel like, too, like, oh, there's, like, so much here. So... I feel like already when you're going into a situation like this, if you're thinking like you need to change somebody and that's like your hope, what are you doing? Like you're signing yourself up for a whole job that's like really not yours to even begin with. Yeah, no, like that's the thing is like with a marriage when people, when like women specifically want men or hope that men will change once they get married is like they won't. They're not going to change. They're, they think that they're good where they are at, you know? They're not thinking, like, okay, I'm married now. I need to do better. They're like, I'm married now. Now I can fucking chill. Like, I already got it. It's good. Yeah. No, no man is getting married thinking, like, once I get married, I have to step it up. And even, I think, women, men are marrying women because they're like, I want to marry her because she's clearly a good wife. They're not like, I hope she's better. But, yeah, most women are like, I'm going to be better still. So it's just, like, so unfair. I think, like, just in general as humans, we change. Like, we change every year. We change even more so every couple years. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like there's that thing of, like, you become a new person, like, every couple years or whatever, just, Mm -hmm. like, as you grow. So going into a marriage, you have to be aware of that and understand that, like, there's going to come points where you are not that same person who you married. You know, there's like maybe your core is the same, your heart, your values, your beliefs are the same, but you as a person is going to change. And I feel like a part of marriage is understanding that and understanding that like you have to grow together. I have definitely seen instances where men specifically went into marriages and did become better because of their partner. Because women were fucking amazing. Like we do, we like really truly can nurture things and grow and like help people be better we like grow children in our bodies you know um so i i definitely think that i've seen examples where like men come out of the other side better because they've married a woman who fucking puts in the work and helps them um but i think the those are men that are willing to change though and that's what you need to know before you go into marriage is like is this man willing to change like or even willing to just grow with you yeah like anytime that i have brought up something was he like willing to listen and implement change 
or did he just brush me off? Like every and like a good test of this is just like anytime you bring up anything that upsets you is mm-hmm. just like, did he actually like recognize it and apologize and change, or was he just like oh, okay, and then like told you what you wanted to hear and then just went back to his fuck shit. That's where you recognize, like, do I want to marry this cow? (laughs) (laughs) This man cow sucks. (laughs) Do I want this milk forever? Because it's tasting a little expired. (laughs) I don't really think so. I like almond milk anyway, so. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I was going to say one last thing. I wanted to get into really quick because I know we both voted for if we want to get married one day. Not sure yet. What requirements would you have? Say you're dating a man. He's dope. But, like, he wants to marry you. Mm. What are, like, the things that he would need to hit or things that would make you not want to marry him? You know, like, what would turn you on or off for it? Any hard yes or no's. Okay. So I have never really, honestly thought these things out until I saw this question in your notes. (laughs) I think I've thought about men I'm down to date. Something to think about. Yeah, I've never really, like, laid out a list of, like, marriage requirements because, like I said, that's not, like, on my like list. I haven't either, and, like, to be fair, like, I I wrote this question, and I literally haven't thought about it, so. Yeah. So did you think about it, like, after you wrote it? No. Have you thought about it? No. Okay. So my ass, being the Virgo that I am, (laughs) I fucking Googled, like, what are the top qualities that, like, women look for in men? Because I know, like, what I want, but I'm just, like, curious. Like, what is is out there that, like, women are looking for, you know? Um, And, I mean, it's, like, the the pretty basic things. It's, like, um, for me, this is just me, like, right off bat, and this is one of the things that was on the list, chemistry. I think chemistry is huge because chemistry chemistry is the thing that, like, on the first date that you're, like, oh, this is, like, kind of cool i want to like yeah you know, i, I want to very this important out. yeah like i'm i'm kind of down for this i'm down to see where this goes a little bit more chemistry is the thing that like distinguish between distinguishes between like someone you see as a friend and someone you see as like a potential like lover or like mm-hmm. you know partner mm-hmm. um so i think chemistry is super important because i think chemistry initially becomes the thing when you get older and you've been together for a long yeah. time that like keeps like the 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 thrill yeah. day, right? so let me interject real yeah. quick with that like do you think that people should marry their best friend like not like your best friend but like do you think that it's important to have a friendship or view someone as your best friend if you're gonna get married friendship was on that list so and it's funny that friendship was on that list because uh at one point a friend of mine were having this conversation about like boyfriends what we wanted and she said at the top of her list was friendship and I was like, well, I don't fucking want my man to be my friend. I have my friends. And, like, just, you know, like, like shooting that shit down. I was like, I have friends. I don't want my man to be my friend. And then when I really thought about it and now, like, seeing her with her partner and, like, her man, actually, and, like, they're super happy and there's, like, a friendship there because she even told me, like, you know, you build a friendship with someone. And mm-hmm. and two of my best friends who are married to each other, there's, like, a friendship there. And it, it their relationship is completely different than maybe other ones I've seen because at the end of the day, there's, like, a friendship intertwined in that. And I also yeah. think it makes you more empathetic if, like, maybe you see an end to the relationship and you're like, okay, this person isn't someone I maybe want to be with much longer. It makes you more empathetic to, like, the fact of, like, how you break it off because you're like, this is someone I care about outside of a relationship. It's, like, a friend. Yeah. So let me kind of, like, approach that in that way i don't know yeah i I, think that's important yeah but i don't i also don't necessarily i don't know 
you know what? I, I retract that because I don't. I want to say like I don't want my partner to be my best friend, but also like if it's someone who I'm spending like twenty four seven whole life, yeah, with. like then like it should I be someone that you be? like. I think. I think more specifically why that matters is because, like, say you and all your friends are married, and it's like, you think you have your friends, but what if your friends have their friends in their lover? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you are like, hey, let's do this stuff. And they're like, actually, I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm with the, my man. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry your man's not your best friend like my man is. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you should be able to, like, do all these yeah. best friend things. Like, things that, like, it's like, of course you should still have a relationship with your friends. I think that's super important is to have your friends at the end of the day. Like they do say single women with no kids are the happiest demographic. And then uh -huh. after that is just like um, single women that have friends. Mm -hmm. Like well, yeah, usually yeah, women that like end up living with their friends when they're older in like a big ass house. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> go <laughs> like where we live in. um but I I too much fun with my girls i know it is yeah. it's the most beautiful fucking friendship and, and also relationship you can like have older and you're just like past the bullshit and you're just like let's fucking it's the most beautiful i think relationship you can have is just with your girlfriends so i th but that's why i think it's important to have a like friendship with somebody that you're in a relationship with like your man or your significant other so yeah. i think it does matter and I think it's, like, the core things that you're looking for in a friendship is also, like, the same things you'd be looking for in a relationship, like, loyalty, yeah. someone who can understand you, someone who accepts you for who you are, someone who listens. Like, it's it's kind of, like, the same criteria for what you would yeah. look for. In someone that balances you out. Yes, like, exactly. With, like, friends, it's always, like, the fucking loud, annoying one and then, like, the quiet, shy one. Or like the yin and the yang. It's always, yeah. like, a balance, and that's how it should be and how it usually is in a relationship. Yeah. So yeah, friendship. I, I understand now why friendship is on the list, <laughs> and I I agree with it too. What um, about like finance or anything like that? Fuck yeah, for sure. Do you like want your partner to make more money than you? I don't want them to make more money. I want them to. I feel like so. I feel like going in a relationship, like especially as you get older. You know, you like you learn so much. Like as you get older and you work so hard to like get to a point where you feel stable and you feel like I guess successful or whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it so whoever's coming into your life I feel like you should almost be like equally yoked like mm -hmm. you know like I think it gets to a point where like if you're dating someone and maybe they come upon hardships and like they lose their job or you know they're, they're like struggling then you can help them but like coming into the relationship if you're already on the struggle bus and like I gotta fucking help lift you out of that like that's a lot. And yeah. to be quite honest, that might be okay with some people, but that's not okay with me. Like, yeah. not to sound like a bitch, which I probably do, but, like, that's just a thing for me. Like, I've worked very hard to, That like, ain't no problem. You know? Yeah, no, that makes sense I completely. Think just, I don't think you sound like a bitch about it. I think that's, like, a normal, like, expectation to have or, like, not unreasonable, at least, you know? It's like, we're grown. Come on. Like, yeah, of you want course. someone who has their shit together. Yeah, because that's super important. Super important. Like I said, like I know someone that's been through. I know like people that have been through like divorces and all that. And like I know people that literally have said, "Yeah, I love them, but financially it wasn't working, and mm -hmm. like that's why they couldn't work out. It had nothing to do with love." Yeah. So I think that's really important it's nothing to just kind of brush off or like be shy about like if that's your standard like 
can't be shy about that because it's important. So, like, if that's what it is, let it be known. And it's like, yeah, like, we both have to equally be making the same amount of money or, like, I'm fine with making more money than you, but as long as, like, you're trying actively to better yourself or whatever it is, but, like, know your standard and just... You're not a bitch. You're not a gold digger. You're not this or that for like having anything financial as your standard. It's normal and it's important because if you look at divorce rates and all that, like money is a big issue. So like, don't ever let anybody fucking tell you otherwise. I think about ma- your standards. people are like afraid to have the money conversation too. Yeah, people because like, people are like, oh, gold digger or like, oh, like you're shallow or like money hungry. How do you feel about um like splitting the bill like? If you went on a date and a dude was like, let's split the bill, how do you feel about that? Never talking to him ever Girl, again. same. As much as I'm like, <laughs> I make my own money, and da, 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 if I fucking go on a date with you and you're like, about to split this bill. And I'm you like, know what? You're about to call yourself an Uber. I don't know. Like, yeah, no. I'm about to call myself an Uber because if you don't drive on the date, I'm probably going to think something too. Yeah, and I think so. the whole driving thing is like one thing because I used to for sure be like, a guy should pick you up. But I think safety-wise, safety issues, maybe not on the first date because, like, you don't need no fucking random knowing where you live. I don't really think I go on dates with, like, randoms, though. Or at least, like, somewhere not directly in front of your house, maybe, like, the nearest corner or bus stop. I've, like, met people on dates, too. I feel like that's kind of safe. Yeah, so I guess, like, it depends, like, where you live and, like, how how, how much you trust them or if you know them and you don't want them to know where you live. But, like, paying on the first date, I for sure think if somebody asks you on the date, they should pay. But I also think if I ask a dude on a date that he should still pay. Is that bad? No. It's just, you know. I feel, this is my thing. I'm like, the first date, if you say you want to split the bill, I'm like, no, this is not going to work. But, like, as you start dating someone and as you guys, like, start kicking it and shit, I'm like the type of person to be like, all right, like, like, let me get this. Let me get this round or whatever. You know, just like. I feel that. And, like, it it sucks because, like, I totally get and I'm totally on the side of TikTok of girls being, like, nope, I never pay. And I'm, like, yes, queen. (laughs) I wish that could be me. (laughs) I don't know. I I just feel like I'm the type of person, like. I respect it because I know that there's men that will fucking pay for everything. But I also think it's more so in a relationship. Like, when I'm in a relationship, sometimes I'll just be, like, let's fucking go get something to eat. I'm going to treat like, you yeah. know, like that's just, I think the only character. way it works otherwise is if you're like dating a really fucking rich dude. Yeah. Then you're paying for everything that doesn't hurt his pockets. But realistically in this if economy, if I'm not signing your prenup, then you're going to fucking pay for everything. Oh yeah. Including my BBL. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I literally just talked about that on the last episode. <laughs> I went on a quick little sidebar about BBLs. I was like, I really want one. Really? I'd be so scared. So I want like, there's a lot of things that I want and that I would get, but I think a BBL scares the fuck out of me. Oh, yeah, and that, that's what I said. I you was like, BBLs are crazy. They're, like, high mortality rates. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, and I basically just said, like, everyone was really, like, brainwashed for a minute. Like, we were all, like, under a hypnotizing spell of, like, I need a BBL. But, like, I still want a fat ass. <laughs> the snatch waist and that's what i said in the last episode but now i'm just like more like aware to like how dead there was like a really like popular instagram model that died yeah i've seen that and she looks so good and she looks like her shit would be purely from working out like she didn't look like a cardi b body or like mm-hmm. summer walker body like she looked like muscle yeah 
she did look crazy, like fat ass, but it wasn't like the like typical BBL body. That. Yeah, maybe it was hers by birth. Yeah, but she fucking died, and I guess like her surgeons were always like, "No, you good, you good," but you know, at the end of the day, they let her be like, "No, I want it," and then she died. So it's scary. BBLs are deathly. Highest mortality rate out of all the surgeries. So they look good though sometimes. It's they do. Good. They you know, do. It's like if you're willing to take that risk, then take that risk, boo. But I'm gonna pray for you. I know. And maybe if I'm having that much money, but that's what I'm saying for, for sure. I think if you pop out a fucking kid for a man, and if he wanted a kid too. That he should pay for whatever type of mommy makeover fucking shit you want. You want your titties redone. Any type of mommy reconstructive shit. Like anything. Anything. Even if it's your face. Even if it has nothing to do with birth. I'm like, you're going to get this Botox Like me push Because gifts. my face is falling from me fucking stressing out over your children. Literally. Have you heard of push gifts? Yeah. Okay. I think this is... Fucking hilarious because there was a um it was like a tweet or a meme too that was like Bella's they're asking for push gifts and it was like get out now or something like do you know what it's like to carry a child in your body? Are you kidding me? For nine months at most. Sometimes it could be a little less. And the still. fact that like guys are like oh, that's a baby shower. That's a baby shower. Where is the mommy shower? It's a gift. It's one gift. Beach. A lot happens in your body in that time. Like, a lot, you know? If you're asking for a fucking bag or whatever your gift may be, it's not really, it's it's not a lot for what you go through. Yeah, no, I think. pushing something the size of a child's head through something the yeah. size of this. Like, come on. Women deserve a fucking gift for giving birth. And then, like, that or tweet. Buy me that Birkin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't really want Birkins. I think they're ugly. I know. But if they were cute, I'd be like, okay. But there's so many cuter purses that, like, you could get for, like, cheaper, you know? Yeah. I don't want a purse. I want something yeah. like. Oh, I, I want, want a, a car. Baby goat. A little baby goat. A baby goat. I'm on a car. <laughs> I'm like, a car's cool, but, like, a fucking baby goat? Come I'm on. dead. Let's talk about it. No. <laughs> there's, like, plenty of things. But, basically, anybody that gives birth deserves a gift. And that's separate of the baby shower. And, men, you do not deserve a push gift. Because, basically, like, the thing I saw on Twitter was, like, this man complaining. He was like, yes, women should get push gifts. But what about us men that deal with you women and your crazy emotions during pregnancy? Where's our gift for, like, thank you for dealing with my emotions? (laughs) First of all, y'all always trying to take something and make it about you. It's not about you. not first of all you're literally harboring a human being in your body and and you tried it but what about me but what about me (laughs) you fucking tried it i can't even you know what look at your child and your wife and the person bearing your child and taking care of them i can't take it mothering them like (sighs) yes y'all are silly wild (laughs) so we got to say one last thing about marriage. Any advice? I mean, neither of us are fucking married. So what the fuck does our advice mean? It's so funny because my family was like, the fuck are you going to talk about about marriage? You're not married. April's all, wait, what is like, what experience or like, what does she know? I'm like, bitch, (laughs) what do I know? What, you know, I'm just here with my fucking opinion. I'm like, I've watched my best friend's wedding. Okay. (laughs) 
I don't think you need to like specifically go through shit to know about it. Of course, it makes you more like knowledgeable about it. But I think, you know, outside perspective is good. And I think going into things with standards and requirements is better than going in blindly. And who knows better about that than bitches that ain't married? I don't think it's, again, I don't think it's about experience. I think it's about a, another perspective. And, you know, there wasn't an agenda here to try to say, like, you should or shouldn't get married. It was just two perspectives of women who really don't fucking know if they want to or not yeah. telling you why they don't really know those things. So take it with a grain of salt. If it applies to you, cool. If not, keep it pushing. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Would you say, because um, you voted, you're not sure yet about if you want to get married or not. Would you say you're leaning more yes or no? More yes. Um, Me too. Mostly because I believe in love. I believe in true love. I believe that there's someone for everyone. And, like, who doesn't want someone at the end of the day when shit gets hard to, like, have a ride or die? Someone who's down as fuck for you. Yeah. Granted, you have the conversations. You get through all the bullshit. And you, like, figure shit out. And it's, like, the right thing in the right yeah. way. Who doesn't want that? Exactly. I, want that. I agree. And I definitely just think that, like, at the end of the day, it just... Like, if you want love and marriage, just make sure that you have somebody that you are able to have open and vulnerable communication with. Someone that, like, will listen to you and your concerns. And, like, if you have problems, they're not running to Snapchat. To look at strippers on Snapchat, that's fucked up. But if you're already there, somebody that you can have that conversation with to fix things. Because, you know, putting in the time... It's worth something, and it's not always worth everything. Sometimes it's it, like you should just walk away, but more than anything, you should try. And I don't know, it's it's rough, but I think if you love someone, you should be able to talk to them about it. But uh, yeah, follow me at uh, Simpin After Dark on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can follow my personal IG at Ash underscore Friday underscore. And you can follow me at Erica Mo Vintage. Um, and I have a TikTok as well. I think that's Erica Mo VNTG, but that's really just videos of my cats, honestly. So we love cats. If you're into that, go for it. <laughs> I love cats. And um, yeah, keep up with all our shit Wild Seven Studios on Instagram. And guys next time thank you so much for sticking around shout out all the new followers shout out all the og followers bye